Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
This is the X&C Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, X&C Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. What's going on? This is Cole Eastwood, and welcome to the XC Podcast. Hopefully, you can hear me, and you can hear my co-host, Gaz. Hi, Gaz. Hi. Is it working? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, for Okay, I, I try to act cool, right? But I am super nervous. I'm running things on OBS and a bunch of other stuff, and I got all these buttons pushing. But uh, you hearing us loud and clear? We're excited to be here. There's a lot to talk about, and uh, we've got a new layout. It's pretty much, I wanted to give you the familiar X and C experience with Gaz. Uh, we got kind of the same layout, but we got a little nicer quality. It so, looks nice. I can see it now. I look at see it. It looks wicked. Yeah. It looks I'm, really new and clean. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I, as far as everything's working, that, yeah, I'm excited. It just gives us more flexibility. Gaz and I are going to be showing quite a bit of gameplay and be talking about that during the show. But I just wanted to welcome everybody to the XC Podcast. This is episode 66. Been doing the show for about almost a year and a half. And Gaz has been with me for the very best last few months of it. Gaz, thank you so much. Tell the people how you've been. I'm good, man. Uh, excited about this uh, this show. and the, Everything went smoother than I thought. I thought you'd mess up at least something. But so far, so good. But yeah, man, it's good to, good to finally catch up with you. I know you're away with family on a holiday. So we have barely talked. And now we get to talk gaming with all these sexy people. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got, yeah, we got over almost 300 people here checking out the show. And... Um, we went to the ocean. We went to Washington coast and usually it's pretty cool overcast. I left my AC on Juan. Zing. There we go. Um, yeah. Anyway, great weather, like the perfect opportunity to just relax, unwind, take a step back from all the madness in the gaming news. But I did not. I was dipped in the console <laughs> war with the death or anything, which we're going to talk about. Yes. We're going to talk about saints row because it's a, uh, what a landing has had today. But, I wanted to start off by giving a shout out to uh, where's that list? I got the list of uh, the great people who are uh, helping out the show and who supporting. We got your channel members and patrons. Actually, I usually have this up there. It is. Yes, I want to give a shout out to Brian Harris, Mark Cardwell, Cardwell, KY Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy Noop Box, Ricky Fallon, Stephen Smith, Christine, Maurice Baker, Matt Without Fear, and channel members Matt Burns, William Lanza, Nano, Polymeth, Yudani Kuzada, Robert Fort, Robert Jackson, Lord Starkiller, Dante Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz, Vox Storytelling, Wreak Havoc, Fault Line, Zenner White, Devario 2 Gaming, Blue, Blue, Poochie, Remix Gaming, V Simcoe, Assassin, Raymond G, Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargit Chani, TK Chillin, Raiden Blaine, Q Perspective, True 77, Risky for the Biscuit, and Widya Sadtaso. So I will get a running ticker of that eventually. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been great. I'm glad I'm glad we're here, guys. Um yeah, I'm good. And likewise. <laughs> Shout out to everyone in chat. I see all my messages. I'm feeling well. Mar, let's go. Thank you guys. Thank you, everyone. Let's just get saucy. Yo, Hoggy. See you all. 
I actually talked to Yudani Kezada right before the show. He actually jumped into an Xbox party chat. He's been dodging me for about a year and a half. So, yeah, we (laughs) talked for a little bit, and I've been playing Dead Island Riptide, and... It's it's Garbaggio, but uh, and, that, and that's it's. I mean, I, I love those games, but let me read a couple supers before we get started. Drawn TJ with the five says, "Hi Cole, hi Gaz. What do you guys think about people saying Saints Row is bad?" We'll we'll get right into that after we talk about this new lawsuit. Bifernaldi with the two dollar. Thank you so much. He says, Epi- "Execute episode sixty six. <laughs> oh yeah, is it sixty six episodes already? Wow, it is, bro. It really. I was like, is. yesterday you started the show, yeah. Time goes quick. It's not my birthday. You know when my birthday is. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Your birthday came and went so quick, bro. We're just going to keep celebrating. Gaz, tell us about this lawsuit. This broke uh, in the morning for you in the UK. Uh, I mean, it was kind of you. So it's a class action lawsuit being brought against uh, Sony, PlayStation. Which I found quite interesting. It was like... um, well, so obviously, uh, uh, <laughs> the Xbox guys jumped on it, ready to say, hey, order, execute order 66 against Sony. What is going on? And the wording is quite scathing, so I've got it here in front of me. And uh, obviously, uh, with class action lawsuits, to anyone who's bring, bringing that up, I'll put their most aggressive foot forward. And it, the words used are quite inflammatory. So the accusations that it ripped people off with overpriced games and in-game purchases and reference was made to the 30% commission on every digital game and in-game purchase made through the PlayStation Store, which is, let's be honest, that's what Microsoft charges on Xbox. And I think Nintendo do the same. The only difference is a lot of people were citing the fact that Microsoft actually charges 12%, I think, on the PC Store. But ultimately, we know the reason... Yeah, instead of 30. But we know why that's the case. It's the case because Microsoft, he, the PC is a whole different ball game. The low, you know, versus Steam, it's matching that or may, slightly better, maybe. Uh, so there's that. Um, but not only that, they're suing for $5 billion. Jeez, Sony can't afford that. Come on, man. But with the class action lawsuits like this, they quantify it based on a number of users. The class action lawsuit for the benefit of all of us, where if in my opinion, fantastical scenario where this actually successfully sues Sony. How would that work? Would they be get a fat refund after the fact? How, do you, how are damages paid? Um, so, the, the, you know, to me, generally, I think this is a lawsuit that will die pretty quick. It's uh, typical of that kind of exploratory thing. But I will say there are a couple of things to highlight here. One, unlike Xbox... PlayStation's games or digital games, you can't find them at a discount at, say, um, you know, like Xbox games. You go on Enaba, you go on CD Keys, you can find digital games for a discount. Sony don't do that. Sony, do, you can't get them. So they've got a monopoly on their digital prices. You're pretty much stuck to the full price of what Sony charges in their store. So you pretty much going to buy it there and we know what how much or how many percent of sales go on playstation or digital like 60 78 something 80 oh. up to 80 80 huh? up to 80 percent so mm-hmm. you know the only thing that i think that needs to desperately happen desperately happen and that's not just sony that's microsoft that's nintendo that's everyone across the board we desperately need 
a price correction on digital prices because it makes no sense why digital games are so high based on physical copies fine but i'm not, not fine there just take the five $70. bucks off just take five dollars I mean, yeah. off a digital copy they know that when you buy it it stays there it can't go to the used market it can't be sold the key can't be reused it's a one-time solid purchase that stays on there knock five bucks off you're not paying for pressing printing cases retail shipping storage export. distribution yeah yes. all of that you're saving Shoot. a lot so that's <laughs> exactly but i will say in the real world i say in the real world practically speaking you do kind of offset that cost with game sharing like me and you share games we're essentially paying 50 percent if we're sharing yeah yeah it's yeah. a mostly cult buys again uh but yeah it's like 50 percent <laughs> like so there's that so that's why i guess maybe some people if you do game share not everyone game shares so there's that as well it's i, I don't know uh well, as far as the lawsuit's concerned i don't see it going anywhere but in time the timing of it is impeccable though no <laughs> in light of all the brazilian stuff and the ftc starting to warm up to look at the abk deal then you've got sony under the uh, microscope and then boom this comes out of nowhere so i just found the timing funny i'm not suggesting microsoft yeah. instigated this but shout out to saying. Shout out to Asa in the chat, who is like the, the wizard of all podcasts and content <laughs> creation. He's amazing. Uh, he's a good friend. I was when I was out with my family. It's so, total side side mark. But when I was out with my family, we we're out doing this little nature hike, and someone scratched in the tree in Washington. Asa and I'm like, oh. no and way. I wrote, and I wrote plus cult. No, <laughs> was it Asa Akira? Uh Sorry, yeah, um, no, yeah. But back on track. What the people really want to know, Gaz. Is this yeah. this five billion dollar lawsuit? Is this going to stifle PlayStation being able to acquire their next studio? I don't think so. I think it's a PR hit. It's something that they'll be like, "I'll oh, just get the legal team to slap this away." It's, it, could, it could be a headache. It's bad press at the most damage in my opinion other than some logistical headaches of mobilizing a legal team to combat this. It's bad press. So um, perhaps that. But I don't see it going anywhere. Why is Sony isolated here? The same class action lawsuit can be brought up against Microsoft. Yeah, that's they what I'm saying. 30%, so it's not, it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, people but, sure were hopped up. Like, this was like a big victory for the Xbox, right? Like, that's how you... <laughs> I mean, just in the console wars you will use... I will use this in a source video, obviously, just <laughs> despite what I've said here. Uh, it's just it's just like your good guy PlayStation image is bad. I mean, to be honest, let's be honest, Colt. This generation, PlayStation's image has taken a battering. A battering. It is not... I'm sorry, but all, like, it's not pro-consumer. Not If you say for the players, you'll laugh after the fact because of it's the forefront of $70 is the forefront of not, you know, uh, what was it called? Uh, free upgrades, uh, smart delivery, not offering things like that. It's been on the forefront of lots of things, mixed messages. We believe in generations, not using your controller, blah, 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 blah. It just piles on. So the images is, is, it's just Sony is probably really conscious of its diminishing image in light of Xbox, that's image generally, notwithstanding the fact that there's no games. Um, let me, let me read, has, let me read this headline. Let me read this headline to you guys. It came mm-hmm. out today about this subject. Um, and then you, the game is, you or the chat is going to tell me who wrote the article, what site wrote the article. Here is the headline. How Xbox and Microsoft became 
the gamer friendly company. Is it Kotaku? <laughs> it's who you wouldn't uh, think. <laughs> oh, not Bloomberg. No way is it Bloomberg. No, no. Nope. But you're getting warmer. Uh, Paul Tassi's thing. Where is he right for? Uh, I love Paul Tassi. Paul Tassi's awesome. This is a Dual Shockers article that came out today. Or oh, it came out really? a week ago. Came out a week ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, whoever wrote that must have felt the pain as, uh, <laughs> as he typed that in there. As they're, like, as they're chiseling it the in on stone behind him, going, "Why? Ah, I don't want to write this." <laughs> but yeah, the other chief's like pitching the back of his neck. Write it. <laughs> no, but um, all jokes aside, I have seen a lot of these articles from Dual Shockers where they say, you know, PlayStation's so great, and then they say, man, Xbox is doing these amazing things, and we see this back and forth. So I think you're right what you said uh, a few minutes ago that PlayStation is their what? How did you say it? They've taken a hit. Their image, yeah, PR wise, they've taken a hit. I mean, they've done so well, from... right? Like they're, they're killing so themselves. Well, they got like great it. games, but it ain't enough. But it's not enough. Like you, how you lead the start of the generation sets the scene. Microsoft did it with TV, TV, TV. That was a legacy that, you know, horribly affected it for the entirety of the gen, despite the course corrections. And the PlayStation is going to suffer the same. Uh, and it's it let. I mean, the big one was leading out the gate with seventy dollars. Yes, the other third party publishers did it, but Sony oh did it. Microsoft didn't. Smart delivery upgrades. Microsoft did it. They didn't. Microsoft went above and beyond PR wise. Sony didn't. Uh, so, and even the th- its own statements about believing in generations. And on top of that, you've got really core PlayStation fans who are royally vexed at games coming to PC. Spider-Man, Death Stranding. Oh my God, they, they're really annoying, even their core fan base. I mean, more fanboys than fan base, but yeah, really, yeah. it is, I yeah, it's just... Uh, they're starting to take a pretty massive hit and loads of, and the cumulative effect of that is Xbox looks better. So things like this come out five billion to the masses because Sky News here is big. It's like so yeah. if someone sees that, like, oh PlayStation five billion, bloody hell, what's going on there? Like they're ripping people. Look, look at the, art, look, the articles. Sony PlayStation being sued for five billion amid claims it ripped off nine million consumers. That How much do they pay for Bungie? Terrible headline. <laughs> uh, bro, <laughs> that's almost double what they paid, 3.7 billion or something like that. <laughs> right. Bungie. So that's a double. So that's gotta hurt. Press. Like if they end up having to it's pay out, work. they're thinking, man, that could be a studio. And that's yeah. kind of where people were like, oh crap, this this maybe this is gonna stop them from getting a studio. Danny Pash official, thank you for the two dollar super. He says Sony needs to be sued for their refund system. Guess what? That's you cannot get a refund. You couldn't even get a refund if Cyberpunk released broken. <laughs> Sony's, Sony's policy has always been archaic with this. Why? Their, just their attitude towards it. It's a night and day difference with Microsoft and Xbox because Microsoft support, I could be very comfortable getting a re- I once got a refund for a game that I let and someone like borrow an Xbox One. My ex... My ex's roommates did, and they're like, the Romanian guys like, yo, let me play some Xbox. Or, hey, take my Xbox for a week. They bought Sniper Elite with my card was saved there. I'm like, uh, had a horrible breakup with my ex, got my play- Xbox back. Thank God. And then I was like, yo, can I get a refund? He's like, oh, you've played this game. I'm like, yeah, but I had a pretty bad oh, breakup. Really? I didn't buy the game. And they're like, fine, don't worry about it. Boom. Oh, they're, like, they're, oh, they're for sweet. the people. Feel sorry for me. <laughs> and then and then the yeah, next message was, was nice. now that she's available 
<laughs> yeah. so what are her details exactly uh yeah that, re that reminds me of an old 80s movie where john cusack his girlfriend breaks up with him everybody the mailman and everybody comes up and goes can i date beth it's freaking hilarious but uh <laughs> that's yeah that's totally what's gonna happen to you um yeah <laughs> well i mean i don't know it, it was a big hot news item but i figured you would do a pretty good job of smoothing over like the reality of how that's going to go down you think maybe they won't have to pay five billion they'll settle for some amount they'll give out like free I don't dlc think they'll for have to pay for anything i think i think the courts will slap it away i think something similar happened in the u.s where the some other class action lawsuit of this type was brought out and it was just slapped away so do expect this to go away and not go far but the bad press is the damage in my right. opinion like I, it's kind I will of hope yeah. It's all part of like a picture, right? It, it just kind of fills in all these like little tiles of what PlayStation has been reamed for, right? That's kind yeah, of how you look at yeah. it. I do the same. Yeah, yeah shout out to <laughs> Holly Bree for giving me the the Better Off Dead reference since she knew right away. So that's when you know someone is uh, has, has known the classics, the absolute classics. Guys, let's talk about – well, I don't want to talk about this yet. I, I think – the great people want to talk about Saints Row. But, oh, so oh boy. Saints, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did say. I did, what did I say? Uh, in terms of, well, well, I did say I didn't like that. Do these guys look like gangsters to you? They don't look like gangsters. The gameplay looks like, say, right now they're supposed to be gangsters, a bunch of hipsters as gangsters. I just felt like, eh, it's weird. But the game is actually getting poor review, like pretty poor. What's the Metacritic now? So like not even 60 uh, or is it 66, 60? 63, depending on, yeah, yeah on the PS5 yeah. or Xbox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, what, what about you? You're the, you're the person who has always said, okay, so I know I saw on social media, a lot of people looking forward to it and they were a bit disappointed. And some of them were lashing out. They're like, you know what? I'm still going to judge. This guy. I'm still going to judge. I'm like, you just shut up, man. Just enjoy the game. Don't tell us how much you're going to enjoy the game and be annoyed at us. We're like, oh, that's another review. But your mantra is, Listen to your friends, read yep. the reviews, look at Metacritic, and then make your whole mind about it. Ultimately, if you're looking forward to the game, don't let anyone else's opinion affect your 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 opinion. Because just play the game. Don't don't be annoyed at that. Tony, just call me in the chat. Have, <laughs> Tony, yeah, call me just, in the chat. Says the characters look like Colt's high school friends. And <laughs> <laughs> um, let me give you another kind of old one. But if you've seen. Can't hardly wait with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Seth Green's in the movie, oh. and him and his friends like wear big baggy clothes, and he's got like ski goggles on. He's like, "Don't miss my flavor, yo!" That was uh, <laughs> that was <laughs> me in high school. <laughs> but um, oh my god! Okay, so you said you said listen to your friends. Now I've been talking to Dealer over the weekend, and he he tells me a little bit of stuff before he's ready to review. And today the embargo lifted, so I talked to him quite a bit about it, and he's like. I want to tweet and tell people not to freak out about it because he's really enjoyed it. And he says oh, yeah. it isn't as buggy as people make it up to be. You know, people like to grab all the bugs and throw them into one four-minute video. But uh, he's really, really yeah. enjoying it. He's like, you don't get sandbox games like this very often. And it doesn't do anything groundbreaking. It's kind of the it's kind of the same. It's kind of the mantra we've had all generation. Like, what has done anything like super groundbreaking this generation? And here's Saints Row, a 63 meta so yeah. i mean that's that's the thing I mean, you, what 
Does it need to do anything groundbreaking? I would say no, it's a reboot of Saints Row. I mean, if your expectations were in check, you like it thematically, then you just want to switch your brain off co-op, open world game, shooting Blow game, stuff, and, yeah, yeah. sandbox, then you'll be happy with the Saints Row. So I, uh, yeah, look, just if you're a fan of it, I was a big fan of Saints Row. I'm not a fan of this. I mean, I saw the gameplay. Some bits looked okay, but didn't scream at me. But the only way I'd have enjoyed it is me and you played co-op. Otherwise, yeah, it's like... Uh, like so Hibri says agree with Gaz 100% I loved cyberpunk I didn't care what anyone else thought and that's fine Hibri that's fine it just means you have taste in games (laughs) I'm just kidding I'm just kidding it's so bad because I I went back to cyberpunk last week and I was like why did I like this so much but I don't know (laughs) sometimes you get that like you have a real great great time in the moment you go back and you're like I wouldn't put this in the library of congress or put it in a pod and send it up to space forever for all yeah. eternity, right? Um, yeah. Is that really what it's all about? Like having fun, blowing up stuff, hanging out the car window and shooting bad guys. Yeah. Um, Just having dumb fun. That's what Saints Row is about. So people maybe are holding their expectations high on everything. I was like, uh. to me, thematically, the whole approach of the visual thing, those are big things, like the characters' dialogue. I haven't played Watch Dogs Legion for that very reason. I was watching Asus stream Watch Dogs Legions, and it was horrendous dialogue. Horrendous dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, oh, my God, British dialogue. You know, like how patois that is so prevalent in uk and london slang is how we talk jamaican culture is so pervasive here but that execution was so poor and so cringe i couldn't play it saints row like that for me i find the characters like the the setup it's just grating especially in contrast to what i like the old saints Row, the old gangsters you got beaten up and initiated in your gang that's how you do that i like a little bit more raw not but it seems a bit but that's not for me but for other people you're a fan of this game and you're looking forward to it don't let reviewers dampen your hype then but just go enjoy and play like cold said dealer enjoyed it yeah i just i want to ask you about the the gangbanger thing of 2005 for saints row one um think think back on this everyone you've got saints row i think i think it came out in 05 or 06 you've got saints row we'll just say 06 saints row came out it was a parody of grand theft auto san andreas that came out four years before it um like i've said on this show before in a censored way the wendy's drive-through restaurant is called freckle bees uh, the b word uh, to make fun of the red-haired lady that's the mascot. And, <laughs> you know, you've got the rim jobs place where you set up your car and customize it. Now it's called Jim Robs, right? So some of the stuff from 10 or 15 years ago, like, doesn't fly in, or are we just, oh, I, I don't even know if I can even get into that conversation. Are we too darn sensitive? Like, you always talk about Dave Chappelle and how the, mm. the, the world's changed around. <laughs> Brad says I said gangbangers. I, think- I mean, yeah, that's what they used to call them back in the day. That's what they, that's what they were supposed to be. Saints Row in 2005 or 06 was supposed to be a callback of the gang, the the uh, the gangster life of like the early 90s uh, in Southern California, like that whole thing, <laughs> right? It's a joke. Yeah. They're wearing purple. Yeah. They have their. Own, it's ridiculous. But go ahead, I like that. Purple's a nice color. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's regal. That's why purple was so associated with monarchy. It was a hard color to recreate. Crown so, Royal. Had to be, 
yeah so it's like feeling royalty but yeah look just enjoy the game like it is i mean a lot of the humor i guess the, the whole premise of it i think we talked about this show last week or the week before it's, it's mm -hmm. trying to pull in new gamers but it's so unashamedly obvious in its execution or well this disclaimer i haven't played it but apparent execution that i just don't doesn't warm up to me and i just mm -hmm. don't want to sound like an old dinosaur who's just crying about the fact that the saints row is now getting you know woke or whatever just new gen but yeah. it's like meh. that's the world we live in it's, it's just, 60 bucks meh. and i'm gonna play it and i'll just say as far as anyone saying backlog honestly my backlog sucks that's why i'm not using it i'm not playing my backlog i don't i i ditched those games for a reason and I'm sure there's some yeah. gems in there, but every time I launch it, I'm like, I launch these different games. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I just don't. But I'm excited about new shiny Saints Row. Or excited is a yeah. relative word. But we game share, so you'll get to play it on my wallet. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank for you Cole. Sponsored so, by Cody. <laughs> <laughs> let's move forward. So the Saudi Arabia regulators approved the Activision Blizzard King deal. Gaz, what does this mean for... The, I feel like I'm interviewing you right now. Hi, Gaz. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, hey, Habibi, to ask me about Saudi Arabia. We're so I'm I've got this new layout for those of you who just joined us. And shout out to 600 people here. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. But I in the background I had the uh, swirling lines that were kind of animating, and I realized those are in 4K. They're tanking my camera. So like I was kind of like, uh, so yeah, it's a little stuff I'll figure out along the way. So thanks for bearing with us here as we figure out X and C. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, what does this mean, guys? Saudi Arabia has approved it. Does it mean every, the rest of the world is just going to fall in line like dominoes? <laughs> I don't think so. so. Saudi Arabia, of course, they would approve it. They've actually got a personal stake in this going through. If I remember correctly, they bet for the deal to go through. So they are they have a personal stake. Of, that's a given. They were going to do it. But I mean, Saudi Arabia is a force. It's more the FTC more than anyone. And no one else is really going to stake their aura, in my opinion, other than the FTC, because uh, mm -hmm. that's their manifesto now. So, yeah, it's not a big deal, but I did see people saying, Yo, Saudi Arabia, hello, Habibi. <laughs> no, no. BBC Wilden. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Sh shout out to you guys, recognize Saudi finally. Um, but it's just like, mm, I don't, don't think it makes a big difference. It's just, again, public optics, all of that. It does make a difference. It does count. So I'm not saying it's it's inconsequential, but Habibi's passed it, and maybe that will send a message to everyone else. Like, all right, let's go for it. Uh, but they have a personal stake there, so let's see. Ah, okay. Well, um, I, I don't know. I just wonder if if well, they approved it. That some of the work's done for us, but they're all different kind countries and there's all kinds of weird stuff going on i love how everybody's like somebody actually took a picture of phil guys and put the <laughs> the headdress what do you call it what do you call it the arabic head thing on um phil i'm like oh my gosh what are we doing I'm surprised i didn't come up with that that's actually a sick idea <laughs> what we need to do is there's a gif of that says habibis be wild and this is these um guys that are jumping over they're hopping over a uh a three-wheeler yeah they yeah. are crazy they are the the actually the most heartwarming the most generous most like you if you go to the country they'll say come stay 
And when they say stay at my place, they will mean it. But there for three weeks, they will want you to stay. But they they're also crazy. Have you seen some of the stunts the the Saudis do? They're <laughs> they're mad. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But it, it, you know, one thing I will say on the topic of Saudi Arabia, I, um, because I'm Muslim, a lot of Muslim people and Arabs reach out to me and say, "Gaz, it's really nice to see uh, a Muslim on 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 the show, mm-hmm. and it's nice that you see your friendship with Cole, like just bridging things in a world that's quite fragmented." Um, so it's nice. Um, but one thing they say about Xbox and Saudi Arabia is that. They're they're saying Microsoft makes no attempt whatsoever to push Xbox like it should in those regions. I hear that a lot. They said if they put pushed Xbox Game Pass, most Saudi gamers are on PC because most of them they'll pirate it or whatever. It's not like Saudis don't have money, but it's just the environment, the Middle East, Asia, like the pricing and the dollar conversion. They'll just play on PC. But Xbox Game Pass marketed properly in Saudi would do a lot better. So I don't know what Microsoft is saying. Every Arab guy I talk to says this. They always say this. They say that the, the, it's just Microsoft's marketing is poor. They don't even try here. So I don't understand. You're trying in Japan so hard. Why not Saudi? That's a big market. Look, man, Arabs and us Muslim guys, we don't... Well, I party a lot. But over there, man, the Halal <laughs> Habibis, they they just game hard, man. They hardcore game. They chill, like family, sedentary life. They play games. Market it there. You're not, you're not doing Saudi justice, in my opinion. But you'll see a lot of people say that. What do you think of Sharia law? This is not a political podcast, Mash. <laughs> um, what do I think of Sharia law? <laughs> yes, good. Cut their hands off. No, there's more, more nuance to it. <laughs> they, um, but it's not for the show. <laughs> are there some countries around the world that don't get the console push even with playstation and nintendo or is it an xbox problem no it's a it's an xbox problem nintendo is something slightly different that's a good way to frame it playstation is always there which is funny because arabs as you know you'll call it playstation because they pronounce their p's as b's but like xbox wouldn't have that problem well maybe uh but yeah they don't push it there xbox needs to do it because a lot of the market in Saudi, it's so funny because Saudi's big push for online gamers, man. They are the Counter-Strike players. They will warm up Mm -hmm. the likes of Halos and Gears and PvP games. Just Microsoft doesn't push it. Not strong enough. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, they approved the deal, so I guess, what are you going to do? That's that's the good news for today, I suppose. Uh, Brad Mm. Ward Veit with the Canadian $5 says, Saints Row is 20 more dollars on digital in Canada. Why? Same happened with Biomutant. Freaking what? embracer, he says. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's everyone. <laughs> it's everyone. But yes, I'm, um, yeah. Embracer. Watch out for them. I'm sure you'll talk about I know. Them. You, you did a good video last week. We talked about how they're uh, they're sneaking in. We'll, we'll bring that up here in a little bit. Me Puppet, who's been yeah. a member for four months, puts up a couple emojis. A truck, eyes, and hands. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Tech Money with a $5 super. Thank you. Tech Money says, Sony doesn't offer their games digitally at retail, Walmart, Amazon, or GameStop. Nintendo and Microsoft does, and this suit will just force them to do so digitally. Uh, Like the digital cards for a specific game. I mean, they sell the cards for the PlayStation Network Store, so you can can put money on and buy. I think I did that. Uh, I've done that once for PlayStation. Eh, It's kind of a pain. Gerald Mm -hmm. Mack. With the five dollars, thank you, Gerald. He's got the uh, Xbox hat on. He says, "Xbox is forward thinking. Is starting to show in real time, and the opposite is showing for their competition." Yep. Uh, you know what, PlayStation? 
let people refund your games and, uh, you know, be a little more consumer friendly. You know what? Just put your back in Pat for free if you own the game. Do something called entitlement. You know, the rest of the industry does it. Look into it. Yudani Kizadi, who's been a member of the channel for 32 months, which is long enough to birth how many babies? Eight? What's that? Nine, 32, four, three, four, four babies? I don't know. Metacritic. That's great math. Metacritic. He says, Metacritic seems below my beloved Crackdown 3 for Saints Row reboot. And he says, Agents of Mayhem is better than Saints. Yeah. Mm. Have I you played play Agents that. of Mayhem? Mayhem? Nah, Mayhem, nah, I didn't. It looks very, yeah. Yeah, nah. it's, it, it, at first it's really good, and then it just gets on your nerves. I really wanted yeah. to like it. Char AM um, with a five-pound super chat says, came to say you both create a very welcoming community. As I'm in the UK, I usually catch up, but love listening to you on the go. Keep it up, guys. Thank yeah. You. The yeah, UK, yeah, absolutely. you know a little bit about Yeah, that. Goggle pose like, Gaz, that's not true. They're aggressively pushing Game Pass. Then ask the Saudis. I'm not saying Game Pass isn't in Saudi Arabia. I'm saying they're not marketing it enough. That's the I, point. It's like market it. Market Xbox. I get those it. DMs. They're People are like, Colt, tell, tell Phil to market in Saudi Arabia. I'm like... You get them as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, hey, Phil... Stop messaging me. No, I'm just kidding. I know, you it's a conversation. You've, you, you've been in party chats and them lot with, the, with these guys, yeah. with Phil and them lot. So you could, like, you know, something to mention. Or in meeting, you've met him. So it's like, yo, what are you guys doing in Saudi? You want me to be there? I'll do it. I'll Get in the chat it. with him and say, you know what would be really cool? Picture this. <laughs> Fortnite. But it's with shoes. Uh, Pargy Chani <laughs> with the $5 says, one of these days, Cold Eastwood, I'll get you to play Yakuza. I keep loading up Yakuza and then like little sparks go off in my brain. And I'm like, oh, look over there. And then I yeah, walk away. Yeah, I'm like you as well. Um, I'm, I'm playing Fortnite now. It's like crazy. Yeah, I, I slept on you. Fortnite, by the way. I slept on Fortnite until, what's up, Timmy? I, 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 I bought... Uh, I bought the Goku and Vegeta skins because I'm an absolute slut for microtransactions. And then I played Fortnite, no build mode. Oh my God, that game is so good. By the way, like I slept on, I played season zero when it first came out, the Battle Royale. And me and my friend played it quite a bit and then we stopped. So it's like, okay, fine. I bought skins then, even though they're rubbish. Now, if you oh, Colt, please download it. It's like Ready Player One. You know, see the movie? See the Ready Player One? Yeah. You, yeah. It's like entering. It's like it shouldn't work, but it does. You've got. I go into the game. I've got Darth Vader there, and he's dancing. I've got Master Chief doing some running weird. Oh, my son's Mandalorian. He looks like he's the Mandalorian right out of the show. Yeah. yeah, you got ASAP Ferg r- r- hard rap as well, like playing people could do that. Then I'm here with Goku and all of this, and it's like and Goku looks it's legit, like, like right out of the yeah, show. Yeah, he does, but he's got massive hitbox. But it's like, oh man, it's it's like what Ready Player One is supposed to be. Fortnite is just, and the game is so much fun. I was just playing on my own doing solos and I wanted Have to you be, done this? Uh, you've got the spider slingers you can pick up where you can go around the map like your Spider-Man until that runs out. it works so well. That's so well. Yeah. That grappling thing I tried, like the mechanic is so, there's mm-hmm. so many different things that happen. Like I'm like, first I was like, it's how you do a live service game. It's let's, like there's so much content there. It's like so let's nice. Let's tell the people. Because, like Void Rat said, it's that Fortnite's dog crap. 
Um, I got to tell you something. I don't play Fortnite. I play, I'll play like a match or two with my son once in a while. And when I play it, I'm like, this game is quality. And you can see why people get hooked because they provide the content. The mechanics are solid. The the world and and the the gameplay uh, loop is great. It's and and it's so smooth. It looks everything works so well. It looks good. Even the events look good. I was I was playing today and there's a massive tornado came out. Everything is flipping. All the physics. It's basically better than Battlefield 2042. 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, they don't mess around. You're right, uh, Capono. They don't mess around. Like, yeah. Beer is skin as well. I've got that as well. <laughs> That's what I'm using. When, when you got lightning in a bottle, you got to like really harvest it and do well with it. And what they've done with that game over the past five years or whatever it's been, uh, it's Exemplary. crazy. It Exemplary is crazy. Execution. 343, look at those guys. That is done so well. Like, that's the stat. Now I get it. I feel like such an old dinosaur having, like, just kind of mocked it. They even saw some. But it was so much fun. I was playing with my cousins uh, abroad. And it's just, like, everything is so much easier as well, dropping in. I could hear them in in the game as they were playing. I joined their lobby, and we could talk while they were in mid-game. Like, like even features, like, basic features, that's quite advanced lot there really yeah, good game we start really a match and my son starts d- dancing to dua lipa like it like hits a button and starts yeah it's a uh, it's quality stuff i don't know it's yeah, not for it's me weird. all the time but yeah. I, I just i tip the cap i tip the cap now is the time in the show gaz where we're going to talk about new upcoming games some leak stuff and what mm-hmm. to expect there are when you thought 2022 was a little rocky, there is some cool stuff coming. We're going to talk about it right now. We've got over 700 people here on the XC podcast. I'm the host, Gaz, and this is my co-host, Cole Eastwood. How'd you like how I messed what? that up? That, I actually <laughs> seriously messed that up. Hold on. Let me see. Let me look at my wallet. You know, I'm Cole Eastwood, and I'm here with Gaz. And we have this show on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, and Google Podcasts after the fact. So that'll be up, um, and it might be up a little later than normal with a new format. Trying to iron out things, but... Hit the like button, please, if you're having a good time. Uh, I think the chat has it transparent on your phone. Show your support. Let's get up to 500 likes. got over 700 people, so I think we can get that accomplished. Guys, let's talk about the first new game, which is Blizzard's not an MMO. Thank goodness. Uh, For me, anyway. But this new Project Odyssey, and I'm going to do a quote that is directly from Jez Corden's discussion on Xbox 2, which is Randall Thor's podcast, but he got more information about Blizzard's new game, and I think it might be something you're all interested in. He says, Odyssey will not be a survival MMO. These are the words of Jess Corden as reported um, on The Verge, I think it was. Anyway, Odyssey will not be a survival MMO. No, it's more similar to Ark Survival Evolve, which is pretty clearly noted. The first thing is that the game has an emphasis on alchemy-based machines, almost steampunk-like, set in fairy tale aesthetics. Secondly, there's elements like Fallout 76. Now, f- first of all, there's a couple of red flags for me when you say Ark Survival and, and Fallout 76, right? But, uh, <laughs> secondly, there's elements like Fallout 76 and adds to the potion shops virtually anything you craft you can pass off and sell to other players within the game world. So wow. what the heck is, is this, this uh, Odyssey survival game? I think it sounds cool. I think it's amazing. Like, Ark Survival Evolved, I really, like, I want to get into it. It's my game. It's my kind of, like, like 
PvP like survival kind of game, but this game says it's not survivor based. It's not a survivor MMO, but it's similar to Ark. I got to add something that I didn't write from the quote. I think I missed it when I was pacing in here because when I read this stuff, I want it to be word for word. So there's no translation errors, but just said that it is not tied to World of Warcraft or Overwatch or Diablo. It's its own new IP, which is kind of evident okay. in the steampunk thing. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that, in a way that I'm kind of glad because they they're exploring beyond the, uh, you know that universe. Otherwise, it'd feel a little bit cop out. Let them try something fresh. Um, but steampunk based with alchemy based mach- sounds really nice. It's not a survival MMO. I'd like to see MMO RPGs that console first. More of that. We never saw that. Uh, really, like they should have. I'm I'm really shocked. Uh, that, the fact that we haven't seen MMORPGs on consoles, a console-centric one. So there's that sad, like, in my thing. But generally, yeah, I mean, anything Blizzard t- touches, pretty dank. So this could be something really good. Um, drunk Jez on Xbox 2 getting in trouble by blurting it out. <laughs> Who is this source? How does he get this information? But, yeah, it sounds, yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds he digs, really nice. He digs into the filing cabinets and, you know... Yeah, you know, leaves leaves a little little note behind, and yeah, it's it's been the stuff that Jez's report on has materialized and will materialize. So people listen, and that's one of the draws that Randall Thor is really lucky. People love to hear Randall Thor's takes and opinions, and then they got Jez there, who's gonna have one or two mini vodkas or whatever he has, and then get excited <laughs> and talk about stuff. So. Um, yeah. you know what it makes Fair me, enough. it sort of sounds like they're describing what we would think Everwild might be. But I was thinking that as well. Like they're thinking about Everwild, like set in fairy tale aesthetics, they're getting a bit of fable vibes. It's more the alchemy based machines that kind of make it a little bit different. I'm quite intrigued uh, to see that. Uh, alchemy based machines reminds me of the uh, League of Legends animation series on Netflix. Amazing, by the way. Oh. It was really good. I forgot what it's okay. called. Um, uh, someone in chat will know. But, it starts yeah. with a V. It, it's like a word like Valorant or something like that. But yeah, uh, somebody will say it. The, the League of Legends yeah. TV show. Yeah, it's really good, by the way. Also, watch Sandman. Very good. Um, there, but, yeah. I, I was playing Skyrim recently. I, I, I was bouncing back to a lot of different things. I'm like, I need something to hold me over for about two or three weeks. And um, one of the things I was playing was Skyrim. Okay. And you go to the Alchemy Station and when I used to play the game, I would go and look for an item that I could craft, but I didn't realize you could go to your ingredients list and click a combination of three random things and you'll learn and create the potion. And I don't know what it is when you do that. Like in games, when I think about this alchemy station for Project Odyssey, like when you you, you, you hear like the porter and mess, uh, the Mortar and pestle thing, whatever it's called, I think that's what it's called, where they, you know, tap down the thing and scrape it and they click, click and it fizzes and you create a potion, you get XP, like all that stuff's like, ah, serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I know that Blizzard is really good at giving you a great looking, great feeling, great world. And they got, you get the reward system going and you get the blood juice going and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Blood juice. The blood juice. That's another one. That's another game. 
that could be huge. You know, like where Sony's working on their 10 live service games. Mm-hmm. This is a game that most likely will be exclusive to Xbox and PC because it won't be subject to it. will be. Because, I hate you, uh, chat. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. What's that? <laughs> I hate the chat. Dave says Varkane. The show's called Arcane. I said it starts with a V. <laughs> <laughs> Varkane. Varkane. Uh, brought yeah, to you by okay, the Vexen C podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> no, 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 that's all that's really what I was saying. It just looks like a lot of potential. Speaking of blood uh, wh- speaking of blood juices, guys, did you hear that Ubisoft had to come out and admit that some leak was completely untrue about a game they were working on? Oh, Blade uh Blade? They're not yeah. making a blade game, uh, which is good. Thank God. My first thing was first it was like uh one oh blade. Uh but then it's like Ubisoft, ah. Uh, then they said it's cancelled. I was like, ah. I went back then I was like, oh, no blade game. Ah. Uh. So it's like uh, hot and cold, up and down. But uh-huh. it's really weird. I mean, when does a company come out of their way to say, Oh no, these rumors are not true. We're not working Late, on blade. Lately uh, we've seen a little bit of this, haven't we? Where the companies just have to say, Whoa, 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 we're not making crackdown nine. Yeah. Or we're not making, you know. Um, I don't blade. know. I don't know why they said that and put that to bed. Cause I do. Ultimately, why? I do. So, not a, I was going to say apparently. So, what happened is uh, Warner Brothers, I think, Studios, is working with the Ubisoft studio in house to create a fully in engine world to put in the show. To have the actors superimposed or whatever are placed in. Oh. And so they need Ubisoft and their engine and their developers and their studio and all those assets to create this uh, world, this virtual world that the game, the show will be uh, put in or the movie or whatever. And they were the t- they partnering with Ubisoft for that? Their, their work, yeah, they've contracted with Ubisoft. We need your team, oh. your studio, you, you know, everything. Hey, can you do this? What you know? Uh, what do you what do you price it for for a contract? And so uh, you, you get people like the little little squirrel insiders or little people who are you know trying to you know sc- you know sc- you got like special Nick you know people who are trying to like <laughs> dig into this information. They dig like people like Clobril find stuff by looking at LinkedIn. Like they scour LinkedIn and they look for keywords. And somebody somewhere, not Clobril, somebody somewhere saw something that Ubisoft was working on something related to Blade. And then they said, oh, they're making a game. And uh, Ubisoft says, no, we're not. We're making skull and bones. <laughs> it's coming out soon. I mean, why are you so scared if they're making Blade? I mean, that's, I think it's worth saying out loud. Uh, yeah, no, like, just because I don't have much faith in Ubisoft executing something that beyond their tried and tested formula of Ubisoftness. I want I want a game from Ubisoft to come out and well they did say they did allude to that they were trying to fundamentally change that, but no game is showing that. So I, what I want from Ubisoft is to say, look, we we get it. We don't want a map filled with littered with icons. You don't want this formulaic task tasking of quests. You want something fresh, something different. Um, and that's what my worry with Blade is. What what should what is a good Blade game? A bl- good Blade game is a ultra linear, ultra violent, stylish hack and slash slash Max Payne kind of game. That's it what sounds it like is. a Capcom game, like Devil May Cry yeah. rooted, like kind third of, person. Uh, Devil May Cry is a great one. Obviously slower in pace, but more. Yeah, I mean a Blade game. 
Blade is so good, man. Well, the old movies were so good. So much potential for a Blade game that could be good. Like, there's so many games like that. Like, The Punisher. Blade could be one of them. It'd just be epic. So, but I don't think Ubisoft is that studio that has the creative muscles to push something like that. I mean, what's the can last I, creative I, game that Ubisoft pulled that you thought, wow. Can I stand up for Ubisoft Zelda for a second? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be the other side of the of discussion because I really like Ubisoft's games, uh, a lot of them. And I am v- well aware that they execute really well on visuals and maybe they put a little too much extra bloat. I generally enjoy a lot of their games. Sean Labrie in the chat says he just wants another Raymond. Like the Raymond series is, is legendary. Uh, but yeah. um, it is really tough to give a studio like Ubisoft who's big enough to take a beloved franchise and possibly you know, kick it into the corner and mess it up. You know, it, it's, it's got to be tough to take on something like that. But uh, Palpatine in the chat says AC Orange, and it's like the, the newer Assassin's Creed games are really well done, but if you kind of reskin that into Blade, I don't know if it's the right thing. Uh, what no, studio would you no. put on Blade, guys, before we move on to the next game? That's an excellent question. I would put Naughty Dog. Yeah. No, I mean for to have everybody play it, not just 5 million. <laughs> oh, sauce. Sauce. No, that's uh, get, that's terrible because their last their last big Rockstar. one was ten million. I'll get Rockstar. They did Max Payne three. They could make oh, yeah. Blade be epic. Keep yeah. remedy away from it. You know they just announced it. They just announced today that they're making Alan Wake two, and I'm like, why? Wait, you already told us this. Like it was a big tweet but today. I, I I retweeted. It's like, oh wow. <laughs> then I'm thinking, well, hold on. As soon as I tweeted that, I'm like, I swear this was. Then I thought maybe it's my stupid brain i forget <laughs> things pretty quickly and then, right. then some people were playing this did we already know this and i was like oh it's not just me i, I'm pretty I know sure that special nick it. already talked about alan wake 2 like six months ago on a show he's in the chat right now <laughs> <laughs> no special nick. nick says naughty dog on blade laugh out loud yeah i i laugh at your at your idea there guys um special nick, i laugh at your predictions <laughs> and your insider source who's out to get you shut your head you know what, guys? I'm going to bring Nick on. He's going to replace you as a co-host because he's oh, way more can, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> he's way that's more handsome. Now, um, I don't know. Him, that's it. So no Blade game. So I guess people do kind of re- have a sigh of relief because we could name a bunch of studios and everyone would say, yeah, I mean, I could say Capcom and you say they'd probably mess it up or you could say, um, I'm trying to think of who was really good with uh, Melee style combat, but... Uh, Let's see, Monolith, AJ says. Monolith would be great. I'm so curious to see what Wonder Woman's going to be like. But let's, we're going to try something new on the show, or something semi-new here, uh, semi-nude. We're going to show some gameplay while Gaz and I talk. Um, and hopefully everything Ooh. runs smooth. But Magic. Um, we this already, is where it all goes from. <laughs> the magic of technology. Science. <laughs> so um, Is that a British accent? Because that's terrible. Uh, oh, shoot. That didn't work. Well, that's not going to oh. work. Why aren't you on there? Hmm. Who, me? Yeah, like you should be on here. I don't have you turned off. <laughs> well, that sucks. What um, happened? I can't see it. Uh, yeah, you'll see it in a second. For some reason, your feed is not on there. And I, I, to mess with it, I'd have to get away from uh, where we are right now. I wanted to show this gameplay. Gosh dang it. And I already, uh, you know, I went through all the work to get this all set up. Let's see, I'm putting it up again here. Discord Gaz. Oh, you're tiny. Here you are. Watch. In real time, I'll bring in Gaz. 
and he's upside uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, transform. Is there a rotate 90 degrees, 180 degrees? There we go. I am so sorry. You know what? But this is this is what's going to happen. This is a new setup. It's we fine. We will learn We've things as we stuff. go. But uh, Evil West just got announced. It was going to be a September 2022 release date. We talked about it on the you show. You love this game. You really yeah. like this game. As That's soon as you saw the trailer game, you called me. Guys, have you seen this Evil West game? It looks cool. And then it got <laughs> delayed. And you're like, no. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is a one of one trillion games that got delayed this year. But yeah, and I think good, I have man. around eight minutes of footage. I spent a good time amount of time editing some footage for the show, so we could kind of be more dynamic and talk about this stuff. But there are some striking similarities between Devil May Cry, and it's a good time to talk about that as we talked about Blade. Uh, this is the team that made. Shadow Warrior Three. Oh man, this is like oh I'm trying really? To think of oh yeah, yeah. Which oh, they made Shadow Warrior Three. Yeah, which haven't I haven't played, played yet. Okay, I haven't played it because you you guys were like, it's okay. It's you, how you describe it as it's it's like Doom Eternal, but not as good. It it's Doom Eternal. It this is so bad. I don't like down talking studios, but it feels like doom eternal made by like three people instead of 200 or 300. Um, uh, like, so, anyway, I mean, you could check it out. I finished the whole game and I enjoyed it, but like when you do the glory kills, which are very much like doom 2016 and doom eternal, they are so stilted and the animations are so bad. You almost go mm, as you're playing, uh, but a very fun game, but this is flying yeah. wild hog. And this oh, is wow. This is a very weird pyramid underneath it looks nice man it looks nice the combat looks like punchy and these uh locales look weird i thought it was all western now he's going to some weird place with just looks like a wild wacky game looks like there's a lot of potential yeah it's one it's of those almost... games you instantly like yeah this is gonna be fun to play which yeah, i like also thought demonic western thing and at, there's a very at the very end of this clip is there's a little cut scene and i swear it's like cold eastwood and gaz with a patch eye patch on uh when i saw it i'm like <laughs> oh my gosh that's us the dynamic duo of ridiculousness but um this game yeah is very... i like this new ui man it's so clean man it's nice to see the gameplay like that so you've done a good job bruh you make this all yourself it's crazy well, thankfully, That's it's so nice. running fairly smooth. Uh, it looks sick on my screen. It looks quality is nice. When I first started doing the show, my internet speed was like half of what it is now, and I had some bottlenecks in the wiring. That was it was, yeah, it's been crazy. Oh, yeah. but thank you everybody that. for for being here. We have almost eight hundred people. Hit the like button if you're enjoying the show. We're gonna talk about these new games and what's being announced for Gamescom and what's probably coming really, really soon. The next like couple months or six months, but. This is Evil West by Flying Wild Hog, like Gaz and I are talking about. And you'll see some crazy similarities to God of War 2018, like some rip-off really? stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah rip you'll see when he off. interacts with uh, the treasure chest and stuff. Uh, I oh, think you'll see, see it after this little boss fight. But, you know, it's just classic, like, puts you in a circle, makes you fight a boss with a big health bar and stuff. So... Um, not well, I know it's with this boss fight, this. it kind of cl- clocked all the moves. Like, you know, it's basically learning the moves that that boss already saw, learned all his moves in the space of a few seconds. And, then, and you know, Elden Ring kind of spoils us there because that is, that's the beauty of it. Every enemy has some variety of attacks. It's really hard to predict, um, but you can, obviously, after spending period of time but that kind of shows the difference between you know from software with that kind of soulsborne stuff 
and uh, and you know other studios. So that's one thing I was like immediately a little bit concerning is that not concerning, but just like watch this. Oh, here we go. Here's your treasure. <laughs> There's the even one where he punches down into the treasure, just like Kratos. I'm like. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> but yeah, Chad, what do you think? I mean, there's a, there's a few minutes of gameplay here, but is this something you should put a poll up? Like, is this yeah. something you would be interested in? It's probably a sixty dollars game, and it looks like it's coming November, like after God of War Ragnarok. Uh, bless their souls, yeah. right? So yeah, exactly. Good luck with that. Yeah, they should be after, not before, um, yeah. because oh, come out now. This, uh, yeah, when is it coming out now? So they say when? Uh, they It was coming out in September, and they moved it to, like, November 20th or something. Um, I recently Why looked at the tweet, and I don't do remember the date. I know. They're they like, should have done it in September. That's, well, well, they I were, guess the game's but they already. needed more time. Yeah. They needed more time. Yeah. It's going to hurt the sales, I think, tremendously, because everyone's going to be talking about God of War. Look at you see the uh, – oh, you'll see it here in a second, because I'm looking at the oh, live. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, the live stream, but you've got that – Oh, you saw him punch yeah. the chest. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at the other overlays. I kind of try to manage the show, oh, yeah. but um, the gunplay looks really cool. And I don't know, it's just one of those games that Good, we, solid, we complain about game. the year. The year's been so weird. Like a lot of big games didn't bad. hit really. That the shock move is cool. But, it's a good chance to catch, catch up to your backlog. I know you don't because you play a lot, a lot. Everyone says I'm a cult and dealer. You guys play a lot of titles, mm-hmm. so you're very different. Whereas I have a backlog that's disgusting because I play multiplayer games so much. I play, bloody play Fortnite COD again. It's like, when am I going to play play that with this massive sense of guilt? Then I was got my Steam Deck playing Max Payne, uh, mm-hmm. not Max Payne, Mad Max 3 because you guys told me to play it. <laughs> I'm starting to play them. You know what? You just I was, said I was Mad like, no. Max three, Max Mad Max three. Yeah, no, yeah. Mad Max, Mad Max, um, oh, Mad the Max games. from Avalanche. Yeah, yeah, oh, Mad yeah, Max. That game's great. I was playing on Steam Deck. Then I was like, you know what? I should play on my PC so I can capture the footage and possible replay video. That's the thing with the content creation. You're always thinking of like, I should be recording this. So yeah, but yeah, this game looks good. Let's see. Let, What's let next, Cole? Yeah, let me read a couple supers here. We got Havoc. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much for the two-hour super. He says, 700-plus people watching, under 300 likes. Come on, man. Come on. Red Wolf with the $10 <laughs> says, This weekend I got hired to do my first celebrity video shoot with Walker Hayes and Flo Rida. It was an amazing experience because I got to meet them both. It was our first big celeb meet, and how did it go? Wow. You, so you shoot on video for, for companies. I love to hear what gear you're using. I actually used to be a videographer back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and uh, crazy times. You get to be up oh, close to some really that. cool people. And, That's uh, wicked. You need to tell us more because I need to learn more about camera cinema, cinematography and lighting. lighting. Oh, man. I've, I've worked for contractors where they throw a big camera on your shoulder and they put a pack on your shorts and my shorts like almost falling down and they <laughs> send you on down to... to I've, I've done uh, shots for... A boxing match at a casino. I've done uh, boat races like hydroplanes, and you get right there while they're interviewing all like the big racers that are like nationally known. And then I've been right there in the um, been right there in the Mariners locker room at post show while they're interviewing like the big ball players, and like it's just so cool. So Red Wolf, awesome! awesome You get to do that. Like you get to be. In, right, well, in who do who's he with? Who's Red Wolf with? Because you can read that again. He, said, he, he just said who he got. He got hired to go shoot Walker Hayes and Flowrider. 
a slow oh, video wow. shoot. That is so cool. That's mine. That's uh, Ice Reaper Frost with the two. Where are we at on the gameplay? I don't want to jump ahead too much. Oh, there's the. You're going to see the, the shot of uh, Kaz and I. Oh, there we right, go. I got to pause it. How do I pause this? I think if I go right here. Okay, we'll hold it right there. It, it'll catch up for you guys in a second. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm is there. To they're, they're on there. It's going to be on the next game here. Ice Reaper, Ice Reaper Frost with the $2. Thank you so much, Ice Reaper. He says, Rocksteady. Rocksteady should do. Yes. Yeah, Rocksteady could do it. They still got to make show. that uh, Suicide Squad gas. Suicide Squad. Oh, that, that looks amazing. Yeah, I really want to see that. Really uh, Meat Puppet that. 007. Thank you so much for the $5. He says, GamesCon, our show will only be 30 minutes today because everything got delayed to 2023 to 2024. And he's got the laughing, crying emoji. Let me see if I got anything else. So one of the things that came, uh, which is on screen here, one of the things that came to pass with Gamescom, and Jeff Keighley's going to do his opening night live show uh, before Gamescom, which I think if you're in North America, runs at like 10 in the morning on the West Coast or something like that tomorrow. And one of these things that leaked is Amazon leaked Dead Island, which we talked about last week, but I grabbed some gameplay from the previous build and I cut it up. It was 20 minutes of gameplay cut up to about eight minutes and it is ridiculous. We are going to watch it and talk about uh, this game for just a moment because, um, what's the word besides ridiculous? It's, it's just ridiculous. Donkulous. <laughs> so, um, t this game has been in development hell. It was, like I said, last week, it was supposed to be out in 20, 14 in spring so it is coming up supposed to be releasing in the spring of 2023 which puts it nine years behind schedule of its actual release date and so you have three areas in california you could choose from malibu san francisco area and hollywood area or whatever right the animations yeah. are bad <laughs> like they're they so look bad <laughs> Yeah, this looks this is like isn't this two gens when did this come out last gen okay well, this last will be year? a cross-gen game in 2023 and i think what's going to happen is we're going to see a a real review or reveal from dam busters the team let let me reset guys the game was started by sumo digital the team that made crackdown three Oh, great. They pushed it on <laughs> they pushed it on to jaeger studio the team that made spec ops the line Oh, Deep Silver okay. did not like the way Jaeger Studio was going with it, and they fired them, and they brought what? on Dambusters Studio that made Homefront the Revolution. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and now, uh, this video might get demonetized as well, and I thought, you know, why not give this a try and see if um, YouTube does not like Dead Island 2 footage. Like, they... It automatically flags. It does not like the up close and personal evisceration of human beings. It, I've made, <laughs> I've made probably 10 or 12 dead Island related videos on my channel. And half of them have been demonetized and manually reviewed and demonetized. So, why, why do you take the risk of this? Uh, I just wanted to see what would happen. Uh, Cause I thought yeah. it, I might, I would like to report on this if they have a reveal tomorrow and I'm pretty sure we will get one. And this would be a good opportunity to see if I would be wasting my time building a production video with this included. Does that make sense? Oh, that's a good job. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I know that's stuff that a, a general like audience doesn't care about, but when I sit down yeah, and make a important. video about Gamescom, I'm going to be spending you know six to eight hours building it, 
and I don't want to put all that time in. And they're just like, nope, you don't, you don't get compensated for your time. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Justy Spuss's home front. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Home front. The revolution is pretty bad, but there's some really goofy. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad the. I'm. I think the gameplay is running fairly smoothly on on here. It which, is. Which it I'm is. pretty happy. Doesn't about. make the game look any good better though, but it is running smoothly. <laughs> just seems so clunky. It's just not that much fun to play. So while um, I was cutting this footage up, I, I kept hearing your voice in my head, thinking guys and I are going to be talking about this, and I I pictured you going, oh, so this looks dank. This looks actually kind of fun, and I haven't heard you say that yet. Oh, it looks dank. Uh, <laughs> Look, the guy can't even. <laughs> he can't even drive the car. The controls are so bad. I know it's probably the dev playing it as well. And it's like, oh my god, we need to fix the controls of this game. And it just looks. It looks like he's driving on ice, but it's actually sand. That looks. Horrendous! It makes the Mako look like it's a bloody Mac- McLaren F1. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, this I, is an old game. It's a bit harsh, yeah, but, this... but this is example of what the second game needs to. So it's kind of good to look at this and then compare it when we do see the game reveal, because obviously not a lot of people are going to go back and see uh, Dead Island one. Yeah. So it's good to see that. So there's a lot there. So look, just from this, you can glean that animations need to improve. Like the gunplay is quite. Like, like even right now you've got the, the shotgun out good. there yeah it's just a bit stiff driving mechanics need to change i mean visually it's not so bad but have obviously you noticed you that, that the zombies like have almost no reaction to getting hit or they yeah, just, just disappear like and there's a lot of spawns like right behind your back calf when he turns around there's oh, a yeah. zombie like just showed up on the sand and um yeah <laughs> yes yeah i don't know um, I mean, but, a game like this should inspire fear, like loads of them running at you, stuff like that when they see it. But I don't know. It just seems like a really hollow game. Yeah, you can see the animations are really stilted. So, yeah, let's see what Dying Light 2 is about. I mean, Dead Island 2 is about <laughs> Dying Light 2. Is I do that too. I do. When I would make videos, I would call it Dying Light. I would call it Dying Light 2, Dead Island. Like There's one spawned out of the concrete. And the dual wielding looks fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, it does. Uh, but like, just shot him in the head and just, just stopped. So there's a lot there to fix. Oh, my God. It's really janky now, in almost every single encounter. I think... Uh, the guy, he twisted the guy's head and the gun was stuck to his hand. What? Yeah. The game is there's broken. Also, I never played it. There's also, like, things that say placeholder and there's these green ramps and walls that are, like, supposed to be polygons where they'll put something later on. What? It's yeah. really bad, but I'm pretty sure this is Dan Buster's build from about two years ago, and uh, they yeah. were they were having testers uh, try out the game, and a few people recorded their gameplay and threw it to YouTube, but n- almost no one has seen this footage, and it doesn't. <laughs> dead time goes dead on arrival too. No, hopefully they've learned their lessons. What the guy just exploded? Uh, yeah, I mean, what I think is a bit concerning is the game is just suddenly just ready. Um, oh, is it going to be a big? Could surprise us. I would be. I'd be so intrigued now. I'm glad you brought it up today. So let's get to see what. How, I think how we're going to see it tomorrow. And one of the other reasons, it's funny. The the PC cursor is on the screen the whole time for this guy's captured gameplay. But I think one of the cool things for me, like. I don't care how bad this game is. I'm probably still going to buy it and just camp, just campy as I'll get out. Um, but I think we're going to see a really improved showing tomorrow. 
And I'm interested to see how, like, for anybody who's watching here, I hit the like button if you're having a good time, if you're uh, enjoying these. Look at how these characters are just have, like, one texture over them. They have, like, a red and gray texture over them. And they don't have an outfit or anything. They're just, like, mannequins. These are the humans. Um, I'm interested yeah. to see how people say, hey, I watched Colton Gaz talk about Dead Island last night. And what we saw today was really, really cool. Um, you know, like give somebody a really crappy plate of pasta and then give them some nice food afterwards and say, how is that, huh? You like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. This is, uh, let's see. But things it, It's almost bit. over here. It's almost over here. Um, I think yeah. uh, I had that footage for Lies of P, which I probably won't play again. Uh, oh, that's such a good game. Yeah, but that is a, a good looking game. There's a rumor that Liza P will Liza P will be shown at the Gamescom on behalf of Xbox tomorrow or the next and, day or uh, whenever Xbox has their presentation period for that. But uh, the snitch on <laughs> this is a big guy you're about to see here. The I'm I am having such a hard time thinking while I watch this footage. It it just completely yeah. destroys my ability to to have a regular thought in my head. Um, How many hit points come out of the body? They're like every pellet has released a stat off the body. If you look, 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 he's going to shoot him with a shotgun. You're going to see like fifty. Well, if, he's, if he does shoot, well, this guy and, is obviously the, uh, not vegan. I'll pause uh, my footage here for a second. The there you go. You can see like 50 values come out for every pellet hitting the body. No one wants to know that. Just give us one. And if you notice how bad that I've got sort of some of the screen is covered, but the UI is horribly cluttered. I mean, you've got some PC spec uh, numbers, like some performance numbers up on the like CPU draw on the right, but they're pausing for the next one. But um, it's just really, I don't know. It'll, it'll, it'll see some improvements, but yeah. Before we talk about uh, Liza P, we got to talk about Redfall because they had a sit-down conversation about Redfall. Did you get a chance to watch uh, the Arcane team talk about what you'll be I doing didn't. with Redfall? Zorka did a good video just kind of summarizing how deep Did you actually watch it? Into- no, I didn't. I was just like, how much? I was, I scrubbed through it and I was like, new footage? Nah, I don't want, yeah. I don't want to know. I should really have watched it because apparently there were a lot of details came out of there. What did you glean from it? Did you watch uh, it? I watched it the one of the mornings on vacation, so I was kind of trying to. I wasn't in like creation mode to try and re- retain everything, but one of the takeaways is that one area of the map is bigger than the whole entire map of Prey, the game in 2017, and that kind of ticked off some people. Like more is not better. Um, That's true. I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree with that. I think how dense is going to be a game world like that? That to me doesn't say that much, uh, other than the fact that it, it makes me sometimes I immediately get a little bit concerned about things like that because it was like vast game. How much of the that is going to be densely populated or meaningful content? Yeah. Uh, so they compared it with the the stations, isn't it? Space station and prey, and they were like, this could fit. This is like one size of of a football field or something. And I'm like, mm, show me yeah, yeah, meaningful that was, use of that space. That was like a headline for the day from everybody, you know, biggest world or biggest world they've ever done is bigger, better and all that stuff. Um, they talked about the characters and the different builds you could do, how you could play as Jacob, the sniper and, and your friend could be the same 
character, but you could have totally different builds. One could have the Raven go out and scout. The other one could be set on um, cloaking or whatever. But yeah, it does look really good. I just I wonder why Xbox has these opportunities to talk about their games, but they're just so afraid to ask the team to record a little bit of extra footage. Like you're sitting down to Gamescom, you sent your team or you sent presentation out and you can't have your team record like maybe two minutes and cut the best 45 seconds, have something new to show. I definitely, I thought that's why I was surprised. I mean, Redfall isn't a game that you'd spoil by showing a little bit more gameplay for because that game, it's not like Starfield. Starfield, you want to hold your cards close to the chest. I don't want to show <laughs> a bit too much to kind of lose the kind of appeal of it or the surprise of it. With Redfall, it's not a game. They showed a lot in the gameplay footage at the Xbox Game Showcase event. So I don't see why you'd hold show us a lot more of those these different unique contrasting character builds for the same character uh show us all of that show us can how I, big the world is but, can i can yeah. i uh i'm going to share a tweet with you that happened today i want to get your and everyone else's take on this today mm-hmm. uh this is off topic well on topic what you're talking about but Today, Forza Motorsport tweeted, and they've been very active lately. They've been putting tweets up. Like, they've been putting posts up and talking about the franchise, like, a couple times a week. And normally, they've been pretty much dormant. I think they're ramping up and getting ready to talk about Forza Motorsport, but they've been sharing old stuff. And today, they put out a post six hours ago that said, which of these hot hatches is your favorite and why? And it's just a screenshot of three, a... uh, a Volkswagen Golf, a Ford Fusion, and a Honda Civic. Okay? And it says in the corner, Forza Motorsport 7. So they grabbed a screenshot from Forza Motorsport 7 and said, let's get some community engagement, and let's get people to talk about cars. Let's talk about hot hatches. And they made this tweet. And I'm like, why? Your game is coming out in like six months, right? Or or maybe nine months, right? And yeah. you already showed 12 or 8 minutes of full footage like inside the game. So where where are your posts? Why don't you have a post from in-engine of the new... Like, Can you imagine if they tweeted out, which of these hot hatches is your favorite and why? And it was a shot from Forza Motorsport that's coming in 2023. Yeah. I think with Forza, they should definitely do that. They should get people to start talking about that now. Build the hype now. Show Wouldn't us. you? I mean, the yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've already shown the game. It looks really impressive. What are you show afraid us the of? Car models. Yeah, what are you afraid of? Like, okay. Show us the. There should be no Forza Motorsport Seven stuff. That's just a bit weird to me. There's just a little bit more to the story. Okay, so I replied okay. immediately, uh, like 20 minutes after the post was done to Forza Motorsport. I said this, and I hope my tone comes uh, comes across okay. But I said tomorrow. Let's try a post like this using a screenshot that your talented devs framed in the new game and engine. And I got 37 likes. But that was my <laughs> nice way of saying, you're, you're doing this community engagement. Just show us something new, right? Forza Motorsport Definitely. replied to me and said, let us know if you see it, exclamation point. Huh? What does that mean? I what said, tomorrow, let's do a post like this using a screenshot that your talented devs framed in the new game and engine. And their response to me was, let us know if you see it. 
What? What does that mean? I have no idea what that means. How does that mean? I'm trying to find you a tweet. Um, uh, here, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. That's uh, weird. Let's see. Subliminal messaging. Oh, here's the hot hatch. I see it. And I see it. Let us know if you see it. Left hand drive. What? Yeah, let uh, us know if you see it. Tomorrow's let's try a post like this using a screenshot that you're telling in the new game and new uh, an engine. Let us know if you see it. Does that mean like, yeah, we're going to do this, do that and let us know when you see that we do that. Is that what they're saying? Uh, or am I uh, just like looking for something that's hopefully there? And other uh, Zink in the chat goes, Cool Eastwood, ask the same question for Sony and God of War Ragnarok. Why? <laughs> Why? Why does he need to ask that? You X-Bot is so stupid. Other Zink. Other Zink, come here. <laughs> uh, Slap, him. Slap him. Slap listen, him. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Sony Santa Monica has shown several, several minutes of God of War Ragnarok and several screenshots. So is Forza <laughs> Motorsport. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I really feel like most developers, almost all of them are afraid to show stuff because we are so, I'm looking at how close I look in the, on that camera. That is hideous. <laughs> uh, I think, I think we are so horrible to developers and they're showing their games. Like I said, I would never go on to, um, a band's Twitter and go, I can't stand that song. It sucks. He's so defensive. Ask <laughs> God of War that. You know, Cole Eastwood is an Xbox-centric content creator. Why did you jump straight to God of War? God of War is well, a single-player game. You can hold the cards close to the chest. I want to spoilers. Why a car racing game? God's sake. I gave you the example of Starfield. You f- <laughs> oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> it's so... It's too... Too green. There's too export. Too much. He just leaves paragraphs on my videos. Tell me about Halo. I'm gonna read my review of Halo. <laughs> we need some real you, you know what my friend would say? Uh, skipping all that, my friend would say, We weren't talking about PlayStation. That's that's the end. You don't you don't entertain the comment. Because we weren't talking that's about PlayStation. True. And uh turn ten. Turn 10 of all studios has nothing to be worried about. Their games look fantastic. So they could put up a screenshot tomorrow and say, uh, which muscle car is your favorite? And then a logo at the top that says Forza Motorsport, the new logo. And people are like, holy crap, it would blow up. And they wouldn't have to give anything away. They wouldn't have to give out, well, maybe like the track. Holy crap, is that, uh, is that, uh, Oh, I can't remember. I can't think of a track name, you know. But anyway, what do you mean, Nurburgring? Yeah, I was gonna say Nurburgring. I was gonna say uh, the Lost Marine or whatever it's called, but I I can't remember the name of it. I'm flustered. Anyway, um, people will always glean something out of a picture, but just put something up. Like you can do it, but that's way <laughs> off topic. Way off topic. Um, we were talking about Redfall. Yeah, why can't they just show more gameplay? So I don't think there was a whole lot of... Like, I didn't see any, like, video-worthy information to come out of the Redfall discussion. Uh, we can show the footage while I'm talking about that. Boop! And then it starts over. That's all right. That's yeah. all right. Look at that. I'm right back there, just like that. So nice. I'm doing what I can, you know? Like, uh, when I watch <laughs> the Go Live show, Asa is like... Asa's a... He's amazing. G- so, yes. 
um, Redfall looks very cool. And I'm getting a little more Borderlands-esque vibes from uh, the four-player uh, setup you got going here. And now now you'll be seeing where I fixed, got right to the gameplay. But um, what do you expect in Red, Redfall? Give me your thoughts here, Gaz. What do you think it's going to be like? I, th- I actually, I think um, when, when the initial gameplay reveal came out, that everyone was pleasantly surprised. It looks really polished. It looks quite interesting. Thank God it's not zombies. Vampires are interesting. Character skill set is quite good. It's a lot more deeper than I thought. I mean, it's not massively deep like an RPG, but it's got character, you know, uh, open world. Like, it's one that's that's quite different. Just having it at, this kind of game as an open world game. Drop-in co-op can play a single player as well, so you win that way, although there are some problems with the co-op element of your car. You know, we talked about this before. Your progress doesn't carry forward if you yeah. join someone else's game. But generally, though, in terms of gunplay, it looks really solid. Powers look good. Graphically looks nice. It's not screaming next-gen, but it's still quite nice. And it just generally looks like a really polished, good game. So It I'm looks quite... more sharp than Arcane. most of Arcane's games that always have that watercolor yeah. type yeah painting look. Kind of, uh, it's not yeah. so stylized but one thing they they did talk about in this interview was that um i like how you kind of caught that guys how it's not like a bunch of zombies you're not fighting off a bunch of zombies you have to you know place your shots and use your powers because you're not getting killed but you're not getting attacked by a hundred of them right but they yeah. said these vampires are people that were uh they they did this medical this this medical team was trying to figure out this medicinal thing and they and they happened upon this really horrible concoction and they, they turned uh, them into zombies and it said that they're not just zombie or vampires. sorry vampires they're not just vampires that <laughs> they they're in the process of becoming exalted to the ultimate like Nosferatu and I don't oh, know. Wow. I'm not like an expert on the on the vampire thing, but they're in the process of becoming these elite beings and elite life forms that are better than humans. They're more powerful. And then the other thing that they do is these zombie or these uh, vampires are trying to be the most beautiful uh, and well dressed creatures in the in in Redfall. That's cool. So, That's quite nice. Quite yeah, cool. so they feel like they've become be- they found true beauty and power and and they dress. They're very egotistical. We should learn to cut so- their nails then cuz that guy <laughs> has massive nails. So but maybe vampires have a different fashion sense. They've gone all gothic with their and maybe yeah, see a dentist but And then on the Yeah, that's cool. And then on the other hand, you've got the the human faction, I can't remember what they're called, uh, like the I blood cult or something. That. And yeah. they have, they've learned all, they've been studying all about what's going on with the vampires and they want to become them, but the vampires don't want anything to do with them. So they've made their own encampments where they, that humans are inferior. They're, they're the, they're the, uh, superior faction and they want to join in the ranks of the vampires, even though they're not wanted. So they're very violent. And so they're the ones who have the firearms and the Molotovs that are coming after you. So you have to tend with the uh, vampires and lots of human enemies, kind of like you did in Dead Island. Oh, I'm sorry, Dying Light, where there's like the human <laughs> factions that are jerks. Like we're all trying to survive, right? And then you have these yeah. humans who are just being, you know, like bandits. So yeah. Um, the other part that cool. they've talked about, which I showed briefly here a second ago, or you've seen it right now, is where the vampires have created this blood world where you go into this uh, hypnosis, like this, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, like you're just like, what's the, yeah. when you yeah, take trauma. mushrooms? 
What's it called? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're tripping out. <laughs> yeah, you're tripping out, and and your world and their world like starts combined. So when you go in the theater, yeah. there's grass there, and you're actually yeah. walking into the world that's on the silver screen. So, um, oh, okay. The game is a lot more than people are ready to give it credit for i suppose I, so, I think i think generally though a lot of people have clocked onto the fact that this game does look a lot more than your typical shoot a zombie killer this because the polish speaks for itself and the gameplay footage they showed they did show a lot of wide diversity of special abilities that look really good the guy freezing it you know taking it like whatever just turning them into stone you've got the chick that everyone's gonna play with the umbrella Layla, um, yeah. and yeah Layla, and then you've got that sequence where you go into the other level and that's really good uh, okay. so i'm really it's a i'm very pleasantly i was very pleasantly surprised and it's good to see uh, was it arcane austin that made this yeah this is the main arcane team yeah and you're seeing yeah. a, a second of liza p here which lies we'll get to we, we talked about it last week but um and then gaz and i'll be back to this but um yeah, Redfall looks really good, and it's uh, going to be a chance for Arcane to make something new. I'm glad finally we're something getting something different new. as well. Because I think Prey and Dishonored were very close to each other, weren't they? It's very, you complete both. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they were a couple of years apart, and they had that stylistic look to them. Prey's amazing. I love it way more than Dishonored. I got but... lost in Prey, so it's like uh, you um, haven't finished but... it. No, because I, I don't like using guides, and I felt I was just lost in the space station. Oh, I was just okay. like, it was becoming so long. I hate that kind of loss. I should play it. Uh, but, yeah. No, this this looks very different. They, like, they're challenging themselves to do something very different, and it looks really good. So the studio seems to be very well talented. Let's see the final judgment when the game comes out. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think... Um... I think we could expect it by about March. Some people said February. Uh, if I was Redfall, I would hold out and just... These publishers, yeah. even if they're in-house publishers, guys, I really think that they they don't care about what games are coming out. They just want that payment that filters through the yeah. uh, fiscal year when it lands. And I think that's why you see a lot of games get pushed and they push into February because they want to hit a deadline to reach. Because the publishers shelled all, all this money for the development yeah. years ago, and they're like, I want my money back. And if the game isn't released, yeah. I don't get money. And then the developers say, the game's not ready, and if it comes out bad, you're not going to get paid as much. and Because yeah. that's where they get paid, and that takes us into our next discussion. And it's the $70 games and the um, the inflation argument. Guys, lead us into this. You we've had you got <laughs> mad at me when I got in this discussion. You're like, Colt, who cares? Let's just get some games. But um, I've already talked about it. I promised everyone my show on Saturday. I wouldn't talk about it again. And hey, you are asking me about seventeen dollars games. Look, can you, if people okay. don't frequent Twitter, if that topic has been doing the rounds. You've had one camp who's defending it, saying inflation and the game industry isn't. Why do you treat it differently? Everything else has seen a price hike, and then the other argument is, well, no, Microsoft's not doing it. Why are we capping for let me, price let me do hikes this. when they're not justified? You do it. Let what me. Are you no, drinking? Let, no, no. Let me. Look at that Mountain Dew. Dew. Look at that. Yeah, this is toxic. this is how the vampires were built in Redfall. They're just <laughs> drinking all these this all this sugar. Um, <laughs> let Let me just take the discussion into one direction, then we'll move forward. Um, and that's I kind of started off when I talked about the developers and the publishers getting paid. Can you answer this, guys? When they hike the price up ten dollars to seventy dollars, do the developers get paid more? 
as far as I'm aware, and every studio is different, but no, generally the publisher will pocket the money. They're making record profits. That doesn't Dennis nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure developers don't get any cut of it. Maybe you could see it as a long term. The publisher could say, well, actually, these profits ha- enable us to sustain better salaries in the future. So, yeah, maybe it does. And that's why. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. it could. I mean, if, if they're making record profits, does the studio say, oh, you know, we're working with the we're working with five, oh, get five games. They're publishing our game and they're making a little bit more because they're charging 70 so the next time we make our game, because they already got paid, the next game, maybe they'll give us so much that the studio heads will say, like, you have to think about how it trickles down. 505 Games yeah. funds the funds the project. They give the money to the studio. The studio says, okay, we have enough money to work five years on a game. And all of those, all of those developers are on hourly or salary range on union, on union agreements. They can't say, hey... PlayStation charges seventy now, so we can we all get a two dollar an hour raise, or a that doesn't you know, happen. That doesn't work like that way. That way, you'll have the most you I've seen is with I think it was Cyberpunk where they paid a bonus to all staff, and I don't think that was yes. based on sales sales anyway. But they paid it, yeah. so it's no that that yeah the trickle down thing is a nonsense. It doesn't happen that way but publishers will style it out and say in the future it helps us obviously if you make more money you should really be and your staff are working hard and churning out great performing games and great quality games they should be uh, compensated but that argument just falls flat on its face generally we don't have that data to back up to show us that and yeah, we've I mean, had publishers come on our show say that like, there are milestones there are milestones where if they reach a certain sales milestone in the agreement that the bonus is like the chat saying, you're saying bonuses can be put back after the fact. And you're talking about you could work on a game for five years and a year later or two years later, it reaches a milestone. You get a bonus check. You know, I guess mm. it is kind of unlikely. Yeah. Let me read a couple of supers here. We got uh, uh, Havoc with the $5 super. Thank you, Havoc. He says, AJS Colt. How old he was, then Colt says, how do you pause? Sometimes I wish I could pause life as I get older and older. Red Wolf with the $5 super says, I use an R6 mirrorless Canon 4K60 with a DJI SR2 Ronin gimbal. Oh, dang. I got the RS2 gimbal as well. That's nice. That thing is nice looking. Um, Yeah, I have a... um, No, I don't use Canon anymore. I was using... A Panasonic 4K, but he says, I'd love to do video edits, etc. for you guys. If you have something fun in between work, video production is so, that's so amazing, but it's so tiresome. Just a click, right? Yeah, but, uh, oh, it's just detail, minutia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just little micro edits and little guys dancing around and wiggling his tongue. <laughs> it's amazing. Havoc with another one. Thank you for the $2. He says, perfect dark needs to be amazing. And I put a lot yes. of thought into this, and um, Crystal Dynamics is fantastic, and the team behind the initiative is really great. Gaz, is it going to be amazing? I can't even say. Don't even put me on that pedestal. <laughs> I have. I'm not saying I have no faith, but I have concerns. Um, I love Crystal Dynamics. They churn out incredible quality games. I'm just thinking what the initiative had done with a design phase. 
Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it'll be good. I'm not thinking it's going to be terrible. That it's just if it's delayed, it's, uh, I think it's slower pace development. Nothing sounds good, but I'm not sitting. I'm not confident. Uh, I'm not gonna. That doesn't mean I'm thinking it's going to be terrible. I just not brimming with confidence or excitement for it. But I'm excited for the prospect of what a good, perfect dark game should be. But if I mean, it's scaled even... down, then. Oh, scaled down. Well, I mean, I don't even, I don't have a love for Perfect Dark. I, I've messed around with the one recently, and I'm like, I didn't grow up with it, so I don't have an affinity for Perfect Dark. But mm. I think when I think, think about think about what they're achieving, Mirror's Edge style, like body count, like that movement. I love that. More games need to do that. You know, dual wielding and all this, and just oh, it, oh. the potential could be good. Um, so I'm just a bit you, cautiously. You know what? There's a few studios, and maybe we'll talk about it in another show, but there's a few studios where I have big reservations from Xbox about how they're going to deliver a game or if they're going to nail it. And like Turn 10 and, and Playground and Coalition, of course, I, I don't have any reservations. Yeah, I, I know they yeah. do a great job, but I know Crystal Dynamics work. And even, <laughs> even Avengers had great moments and looked great. If you just got into the straight regular linear missions right so i can say that i'm not concerned about perfect dark i think it's going to surprise me and i'm I hope pretty so. happy with that. i hope so too i, I like really you and i talked behind the scenes to somebody who said we couldn't repeat stuff about way the way the game feels and looks and said a couple buzzword things we we're like oh da- oh that's dank <laughs> was it special nick because all that stuff is wrong anyway <laughs> <laughs> that face yeah that face i do that face for if you're watching uh if you're listening to the show after the fact audio only gaz made that joke and then i just went stone face angry for a moment and then i got over it but we got uh daniel Petolia with a clp 3900 super chat thank you he says guys check out multi-plat come i'm i'm gonna test something here um you sent me a message. I'm going to make sure that it doesn't happen to show up on YouTube. It's, or uh, Yeah, it shouldn't. But uh, anyway, where, gosh dang it, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Daniel says, guys, check out a multi-plat coming February 14th called Wanted Dead. And Gaz, thanks for the video on Max Payne 3 going for my second playthrough now. Great show, guys. Oh, wow. Well, thank awesome. you. Wanted Dead. I'm going to look that up. Uh, hit the like button if you're having a good time on the show. Highlander, who's been a member for three months, says the problem for all game developers is that players want instant gratification. Players do not want to wait. 2023 will be fire for all gamers. In fact, actually, that's the problem. It's like you have, on 2022 is really quiet, and then 2023 is fully stacked, like mad stacked. Mm-hmm. All these delays are causing it to be like, are oh, you going to play these games, man? Which is a good problem to have, but also like a backlog is already a perpetual issue for gamers now. But 2023, like with Forza, Diablo, you've got so much. You're going to have Starfield coming out, and then the, then you've got all these games releasing. Am I really going to play Evil West? And then I have a feeling... Uh, Thingy protocol, uh, Callista protocol is going to be delayed as well. Um, I don't. I hope I not. don't. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think. Uh, well, we're supposed to see Callista protocol tomorrow or this week at Gamescom. I think Callista protocol is just going to go gold and make it by December. But I've said that before. Uh, I actually think the yeah. rest of 2022 is actually pretty good. That's been like um, past two or three months have been really rough. 
Uh, like you said, Evil West, Gotta Wear Ragnarok, and Saints Row, if you give a crap. Gotham Knights. <sighs> I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, Gotham Knights can go out of the way. But, yeah. uh, High on Life is still making it this year. Just It's been ridiculous. Um, let's see, what's, what's the next one? Swindiferous with the $2 Super Chat says, <laughs> he's got another one in, in a Jamaican accent. I don't even want to try it. Yeah, uh, try it. Try it. But I have to get into character. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll laugh at me if I do it because I'm super, super white. <laughs> not fair. Yes, Wagwan, did you fix that mic? I'm not saying the other word because that's a swear word. I was going to watch you say it. <laughs> he said Bumblebee. He said Bumblebee Mike. <laughs> Bumblebee Mike. Oh my gosh. Uh, Havoc, thank you so much for the $5 super. He says, give me an update on Monoliths. No one lives forever. That game was so slept on, and I've never even heard of it. What is it, guys? What game is he talking about? No One Lives Forever by Monolith. And he's dead silent. I don't know. I don't know. No One Lives Forever. Wait, 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 wait. No One Lives Forever. Is that a spy game? Oh, that was an incredible game. You were absolutely right. It was that spy game. It was like bloody Perfect Dark Zero before Perfect Dark Zero. It was an incredible game. Good shout to you. Sick game. I played it on PlayStation it's 2. It's got like that a was- 60s, uh, uh, what do you call it? Psychedelic yeah. vibe going on? Yeah, and it was really Hold good. Hold on, I'm going to the, the video. Really I'm going good. to the gameplay. Oh my it's gosh, really the good. graphics are horrid. For- oh my yeah, gosh, it, it looks long- like... Uh, Time it looks like almost. yeah, it looks like Time Splitters meets Perfect Dark meets uh, We Happy Few meets Doom. Yeah. Like old it was Wolfenstein. A really cool game. It was what really the good game. heck? Yeah, it was such a good game. I remember playing that. It was like, yeah. I didn't Google it. I played it. I played No One's Life. I had to, I had to, well, I had to search with the game to see if it's the game I played. It was really good. Really good. I had a chipped PlayStation, so I had pretty much every PlayStation game. <laughs> Really good Havoc didn't like that I said I'm super white. Now he's ma- he wants me to do the uh, do that Jamaican impression. It's not happening. I need to do. I need to go in the back room and practice for several hours before I try and do that. Still get it wrong because it, it kills me when Gaz laughs. It hurts my heart. I'm not uh, Jamaican. I used to work for Jamaicans, man. They used to make fun of my Jamaican accent all the time. They're just like, you can't do it. Just shut up, Gaz. My, my very first boss was from Jamaica, and he taught me how to sweep properly because i grabbed the broom he's like you're gonna poke someone's eye out except you said with his heavy accent and he showed me how to hold a broom properly and like else somebody <laughs> has to actually show this young 16 year old kid how to uh how to actually sweep a four but uh you know look where i made, <laughs> I I made uh, this far i worked for a jamaican law firm and then what i didn't realize was you had white jamaicans so i had these jamaicans come over from our jamaican branch and they were white and this guy's talks a thick Jamaican accent. I thought he was taking the mic. I'm like, you're being racist right now. And he's like, oh, wait. My mate's like, yeah, he's Jamaican. I was like, but he's white. Because yeah, there's white people in Jamaica and they sound like that. I was just like, okay. That was a bit of a shock. Thick. And I mean thick Jamaican accent. I was just like, yo, that was a bit of a shock. I need I, to go to Jamaica. Next it, year. Next year. This is, the, this is the best part about being in this community. Like, when you're in a community where you're all connected online and 
being on these shows or having a channel where I talk to people from all different parts of the world. Cause you can grow up in a place where you're around like one or two different types of people from two different parts of the world. And that's yeah. it. Like that's, you don't get to experience, um, other different, you know, other types of people and be around them and, uh, made friends with so that's many true. different types of people. I learned so much about culture. It could be even the smallest thing a year ago. I didn't even know what biryani is. Right. <laughs> I told him. It's just, yeah, it's just it's, crazy. It, that's 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 what that's what I love about this community. Just the just the melting pot. In London it's quite like that. It's quite mixed anyway, but in gaming it just takes you beyond borders and that's what I genuinely love about gaming and this community. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not just saying that just to be nice. Ah, oh, it's amazing. No, I ge- that's one of the main things at the top I hold and love about this community, man. It's just yeah, people I- from all over. Uh, Avif to, uh, AV for the win or FTW says the best Jamaican I, accent I ever heard was the guy from GTA 4 and like I always whenever you say that, that oh, swear word yeah. the Jamaican Bad swear guy. word like I always think about that character because you do like 30 missions with him uh, Jacob his name's Jacob so I think Jacob yeah, uh, yeah I think it was Jacob no but yeah. he was so good I used to yeah I love that guy that's old man that's old school it just broke my memories that's the only good thing about that game um, but yeah yeah, yeah, oh, man. Uh, Highlander, Highlander with five dollars. Thank you, Highlander. Says my ten-year-old daughter wants to kill zombies in Call of Duty Outbreak with my friends. Guess she wants to move on from Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol. <laughs> I say let the let her play it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombies, z- zombies is all right. It's uh, it's pretty tame. Uh, the other day, my kids wanted to play Watch Dogs two because when they were younger, I let them play. Watchdogs one because they would just drive around and get out of the car and jump in this car and stuff. But you know the language is really bad, so they loaded up Watchdogs two and they came in immediately. Bless, bless my kids' hearts, and they're like, "Dad, how do we turn off the swearing?" (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, "You can't." And I used to say for a long time when my kids were really little, they'd be in the room and I couldn't play games with the sound on. You just can't. And I'm like, "Why don't they just? Why can't the developer just work in a filter where you can turn that off and on?" But I actually learned that most of the world does not give a flying crap about language. So, well, well, right? Yeah. But so they, they changed it to uh, like French or something. And I'm like, well, you're going to learn some new words, I suppose. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> French to with. That's yeah. so sweet of them, though. That's very sweet. Oui, oui. Watch dogs do. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. So uh, you talked about Embracer. It's like buying up the world and they're they're getting Lord of the Rings. What does this mean for Xbox players? Because when we hear about Embracer and gobbling up the world, what does it mean for us as Xbox fans? Not much, really. Uh, probably a good thing they bought Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit uh, IP as well. So that means they can do movies and games. And obviously Embracer being a primarily a game company, they're going to... There's a lot to explore there. So... I, I think genuinely should be exciting. It should be exciting because Embrace of a multi-platform. They may license it out. They might entertain timed exclusives as well because Lord of the Rings is still pretty big property. So, But other than that, I think you can just expect them to be multi-platform. So, yeah, that's no, pretty good. Yeah, I just don't good- know. I don't remember what studios they have. You put up a graphic that everybody shared around before that just shows this huge pie that embracer Cute. owns they've owned most stuff but um do you what remember what major is, studios they have 
Oh man, there's so many. I've got it here on Twitter as you well. Do? Volition is one of them. Yeah, but um, one of the things I uh, was quite quite to give you perspective actually about if you look at this pie chart, Embracer has a big chunk of the pie, but there are loads of smaller Aspir. You've got Volition. You've got who I made just, Saints Row? Yeah, yeah, and it's such badly. Uh, this is so tinyly rendered. There's like three pixels in this picture. But I'm gonna one look thing I up. found out was, um, yeah, try and find it. But one thing I've, I found interesting is, in total, all these studios, 250 games in development with across all these studios, their staff is. 12,500 ish, how many staff they have. ABK has 10,000. I don't know any of these. Yeah, I love There's one that's Keiko or Keiko that someone told me today that was working on a game. And I said, oh, I can't remember which one we were talking about, but Embracer owns them. I've never heard of them before. Asper, I don't remember what they've made. But a lot of these I, aren't big names. I'm trying to look for some that if oh. I said out loud, you guys would go, oh, yeah, like Coffee Stain has made some little like double-A games that didn't hit very well. Um, a lot of them are double-A studios. Yeah. Deep Silver, that's the one I was trying to say, yeah. Um, that's the bigger ones. But they're all double-A, and in totality, that's 12,000. No, Dan Busters is in here, the team that's making Dead Island 2. Interesting. Uh. Which makes yeah, sense because so it's within Deep Silver. Yeah, Gearbox so is in there, of course. Yeah, another one, Gaz. Flying Wild Hog that makes Evil West is in, yeah. is owned by Embracer, and everybody gets upset about Embracer. But isn't it true, Gaz, that Embracer is going to buy a studio and you'll still get the game? Like, what's yeah, the that's problem? why no one cares. Perhaps that's why the FTC won't care, and that's why it doesn't scream monopoly. Um, also, twelve thousand five hundred in total, which is a lot, but it's still only two and a half thousand more than ABK alone. That's how big Activision Blizzard King is. Ten thousand plus staff uh, of that deal, and you've got the whole of Embracer at twelve and uh, twelve and a half thousand ish staff members. So. You know, kind of perspective. I wouldn't worry too much about it. What does it mean for Xbox players? You'll probably play the games. Um, and it could be positive. You'll see, Lord, they'll obviously buy these studios. They've got now bloody Square. What's it called? Uh, not Square Enix. They've got IDOS. They've got um, Crystal Dynamics. All these mad studios can churn out Lord of the Rings and do, do it justice. Positive. Think positive. A lot of people, it gut reaction was like, oh, well, Xbox is not Monopoly. I'm like, yeah, I mean, fine, but well, FTC doesn't at, see it. Uh, I wish I could put this up on screen. I guess I could if I wanted to go around and figure out how to put this up here. Um, it just wouldn't land very well on the layout if I just think about it. But this, if you look at Microsoft's pie, they have um, about an eighth of the pie on here. But most of their studios are pretty big. Yeah. Um, you look yeah. at High Moon and Activision, Blizzard, um, Ninja Theory, Bethesda, Mojang, Activision, Turn Ten, Rare, ID. <laughs> you know, oh, this is assuming if ABK goes through, yeah, then then it adds a big chunk to it. What yeah. ABK is done, man. Like Xbox doesn't need more studios. I'm sorry, yeah, people are so spoiled, in my opinion. But 
Let's see. Let's see what it says. But I think that that'll be enough, more than enough. Let's just manage these studios. Just churn out the games. The games are already announced for Xbox. Look, has so much potential. So let's see. But yeah, that's Embracer. Yeah. Don't know. If we can talk about that for more. No, more no. I mean, I, I would just be curious to see who would make the Lord of the Rings game or what type of game because there's a lot of Lord of the Rings games that came out over the past 15 years, and some are like uh, strategy games. I've bought a couple of them. Back in the day, yeah. they used to have like the cinematic games that were based on the movies that looked really yeah. cool, but they were on the yeah. Xbox original. Trey Bone 408, thank you for the $2 super, says Blade uh, Yuri 5 Blade done, done by, by Id. Yeah. By Id. Remake Wizards and Warriors. So Id is currently working on a brand new game. They've said that as much. Finally, yep. because... You and I were speculating, like, what are they going to do with Quake? Like, what what is next for Quake? Like, they've done Doom. Like, is it time? They did Rage, right? They, they commissioned Rage. And uh, mm. what are they working on, Gaz? What are you? What's your guess? I, uh, oh man, you know, well, they didn't say it's a brand new IP, did they? They just said it's a brand new game. I, I'm obviously biased because I Quake was one of my most Quake Three Arena was one of my most played games. Um, I still believe in uh, the arena shooter. I still definitely believe in to the, today's age where a lot of um, that competitive hardcore shooter has gone of gone away. But if you can bring that back and modernize it, I hope id Software can bring back Quake in a meaningful way. Think focus on things like traversal, like Respawn did, and things like that. Mm. But with id Software, like if it's not their legacy games, are they going to work on something new? Um, it's very exciting for me. id Software spiritually are like some one of the top studios for me. I'm very like they're one of my number one studios of all time mm -hmm. because they delivered Quake Three Arena alone. That was amazing. But they were really talented. Even Rage, I was playing when I was in party chat with you and Dealer, and I was like, "Yo, this game." It's actually a really good, fun game. Rage but 2? I felt like, yeah. yeah, Rage 2. Rage 2 yeah. is very fun, yeah. But I feel like they, id Software... Um, you know who made that? Who made Rage 2? Who? The team that's making Contraband. Oh, really? So that's promising. The team that made Mad Max mm. and made Contraband, Rage. Contraband, I forgot about that game, by the way. Contraband's supposed to be a third-person... Heist uh, game, isn't four it? player heist game set in the seventies in the Mediterranean area or whatever, or in like a yeah, I can't remember something like that. I I said I I, I totally blasted the word archipelago, archipelago, archip oh uh, archipelago, oh no, archipelago. Yeah, I I think I like blasted through the word really quick because when I got to it on the script, I'm like, oh, I should look yeah. this up, and I just said it. Archipelago. Oh, I can't think of. I was completely butchering both of us. It re it reminds um, me of uh, when I t when I did an Elder Scrolls Six video, like w w some of the leaks and information. I named off these two locations in the Elder Scrolls universe, and people were so mad. You said that so wrong, and I'm like, well, <laughs> they were so mad. Yeah. They're like, how <laughs> dare you mispronounce the goobly doobly or whatever. <laughs> uh, that's so oh, funny. Man. But yeah. uh, I'm just tired of waiting. I, I don't know. We, we Like you said in your video a month ago, you said publicly, it's time for Xbox to step up and be ready and deliver this generation. And I'm tired of waiting for the games. And honestly, I've played games for the past 12 years. Uh, 
18 years. Yeah, the past 18 years, like nonstop uh, since I came back to gaming from when I was younger, right? Um, I've, I, what I'm getting at is I've literally run into the first time when I've just really felt like I didn't have anything to play. And I go back and I look at my library and I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to play that or I'm not mm. enjoying replaying this, right? So it is time. And I think we're so close with, God of War Ragnarok coming out and uh, Evil West and High on Life and and Gotham Knights and Saints Row. I don't know. What about you guys? Nah. What are you looking forward to in the near future? I mean, okay, these are good games, but I will call them Game Pass fodder. <laughs> That's to annoy you, everyone. No, but I think yeah, these are good games. They're fun. Just a couple of weekends. It's not going to stick with me. The only thing that this year that's going to release that I think really leave impression is God of War Ragnarok. Other than that, next year, I want to see some of the big heavy hitters as well. And not to say I don't like, I, I mean, some of the indie games and Returnal, for instance, was one of my favorite games this year, uh, this, this gen. But what I want to see Xbox really... I uh, next E three has to be an stellar show. We need to see gameplay for all these games: Fable, Avowed, and Elder Scroll. So I, I, you know, it sounds like I'm being very critical because Xbox has faltered quite badly in this summer showcase. But I'd rather they faltered now in this very early age, uh, early stage of the gen, where it's pretty. I mean, uh, Sony's games, like I know I'm a bit biased, but God of War Ragnarok, big game. But I'm not. I I can't even be asked to play bloody Horizon Forbidden West, and I've bought the game. That's Same. like I can't be. Yeah, just like mm, I just like, I'm playing Elden Ring, which I haven't even completed. But it's just like I can't. That formula's gone stale on me. Like it got stale last gen anyway, and I'm just like, eh, I can't. Okay, good. Maybe it's so weird. I I went back a week and a half ago and I was playing Horizon Forbidden West. I picked up where I left off when Elden Ring launched, and I was like, I just did this. Everything, I guess you could say that, you could sort of feel that way if you play Gears, but I feel like Gears 5 changed a little bit of the formula up enough where I was really felt like it was a fresh experience in a lot of ways, but Horizon Forbidden West really feels like just a continuation. I wouldn't call it an expansion or DLC. It just feels like you picked up where you left off and then you do that in a sequel, but I'm like, I just did this. I just jumped, leaped around and avoided this, you know, electric crocodile. I just did this stuff. You know, four years ago, and yeah. I don't like that feeling. Um, I don't. I just, yeah, I mean, I don't. It's it's Sony's formulas is to me getting stale. I mean, my personal taste, apart from God of War, um, uh, and that's the one that I'm really looking forward to because God of War 2018 I thought was brilliant. Uh, of course, Gogglepuff thought it was boring, and here's he telling me that I'm trying to make their ponies happy. Jesus. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> it's coming. Modern Warfare 2, sorry. Thank you for whoever in chat. That one oh, I'm really shoot, excited yeah. for. I'm, I'm definitely taking time for that. Campaign's going to be looking incredible. We saw some teaser. And we're going to have the multiplayer, so I'm really looking forward to I'm a big Modern Warfare guy. So for me, that actually is going to be a pretty big game. Uh, I might use my. I'm really looking lead. forward to you, like wiping the floor with everybody who plays against you. <laughs> Shut up! I'm so terrible. I've been playing that, and I've been okay, but I'm so old now. I don't have the skill set for that. But that game, Modern Warfare Two, that's a big one. That's a very mm. big one for me personally. That's a huge one, actually. There's so four I months left. Why. Four months four left months, of the no. year, and there are probably four or five games that will. Hopefully keep me entertained through most of that. And Jeff yeah. Keighley announced that he's got the Game Awards on December 8th, I think it is. 
Is, is the yeah, day. he did. And Miles Dompier like, said, "That's my birthday, blade. Jeff. What are you getting me?" <laughs> <laughs> December eighth. Oh, okay, that's yep, cool. Yep. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, do you think we'll see Hellblade again? <laughs> it's now set in Iceland and another part of Iceland. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. If they, I think the next time they show Hellblade, they need to have a, a, a release and announce a release date. But don't do it if you can't commit to that date. So it's like, mm. I'm so frustrated. Yeah. I mean, it was 2019. They showed it and it looked incredible. And then we've got a year ago, we got that gameplay reveal. And it's like, you can't show proper gameplay combat. I don't know. Uh, tired of waiting i think it'll be it has to be i'm tired of waiting as well because the show is so early and you keep you waiting then it kind of loses the appeal this is one of the reasons why they don't show gameplay too early but with with hellblade it needs to get a release date soon I think well, I, I don't get it twisted like xbox showing games ahead of time that's a new thing that they've just recently done like this is yeah. not something they've often done it's something very new and a couple yeah. of times it's already come back to bite them so I, I hear people say, I'm tired of Xbox showing stuff so early. It's like, you're tired of them doing that like two years ago? Like, this is, yeah. a, this is a new problem that they're dealing with. And, um, of course, the past two years have been ridiculous. But, Gaz, what are your plans for the coming week? Um, what do you have in, in, in the works? Tell, tell so the people. Gamescom is happening. And, unfortunately, I was planning to go. But I'm in Malta because my friend decided to pick the day of the bloody game well, actually gamescom doesn't look like it's gonna be that big anyway so happen, yeah. yeah i doubt i'm missing much but uh, who knows but yeah so i'm away on a holiday uh, well i say holiday but a, a week in malta then i'm back so i'll miss xnc next monday sorry people uh, but yeah um uh, and then yeah i'm just been playing I'll just carry on playing. I'm taking my Steam Deck. I think you can get Xbox Game Pass uh, installed there. Uh, so I might try that out. Um, see how good cloud is as well uh, on that. But yeah, that's all I'm yeah. doing really is working on a few videos, hopefully. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. But um, that's it really. I'm excited. Well, maybe we'll get some extended reveals of gameplay for uh, Gamescom. But Anything I think I, so. I have I think so. low expectations, Tip so it's good. Typically, Gamescom isn't like a really report-heavy uh, event for me. And there's been a couple times where I've went all the way through and watched everything and captured things and go, uh, I'm not making a video. So, hmm. well, we'll see. I mean, it depends on if Jeff Keeley has something great on the hour before. I know I'll get suckered and I'll sit there for three hours and go, oh, I'm so tired, I'm hungry, and yeah. nothing was like, <laughs> you know. And it's difficult because I want I don't know. I just wonder how many people have already watched it. But uh, Edwin Garcia with the $2 super thank you says, Xbox needs a platinum games equivalent. Mm. I'm so iffy about that because half, three of their games are incredible and six of them are really bad. Sorry. Platinum games are pretty weird anyway. Um, but I kind of agree with the sentiment because yeah. with Xbox Game Pass, you need variety, which it does. Xbox has incredible variety of games. Um, but that Platinum game, a good Platinum type game is only something Platinum can make usually. Very few, like a num handful, not even less than a handful can do the do that right. So, but yeah, in, in a way I agree. Um, I think that's but, what yeah, global I, 
publishing is for. Global publishing is there to work with a team like Platinum, which they did before, but to partner with them and pay them to make a video game and then just cut them loose and say, all right, you're free to do whatever you do. We got your game and uh, move on. But they are building relations and a studio in Japan. So things are going to change. It's going to be a totally different Xbox as they get rolling. But um, Oh, one thing about the Embracer thing is um, they acquired a Japanese uh, developer and then a lot of people pointed out to the notion that, well, there goes that narrative that Western outfits cannot buy a Japanese studio. So mm-hmm. that's quite interesting. And I've I've said it here on the show multiple times. Watch out, Xbox will buy a Japanese studio. They take Japan seriously. In order for it to be a force, you have to buy a Japanese studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Platinum's the one, but buy, they will. Because what Xbox does need in terms of breadth is Jap- JRPGs, for instance. Brit, deliver something like Lost Odyssey 2, that will send shockwaves as well. That's a massive boom. And even though the game was criminally underrated, it still has that association and legacy of it. Lost well, Odyssey. Yeah. I mean, they're working with they're working with those studios and they're making headway there. And in Japan, Xbox is finally exists. But you know, we didn't even talk about Kojima, like that whole mess. But I think people kind of played that out quite a bit over the past few days. Um, what, as far as what I'll be doing oh, is yeah. I'll be watching Gamescom tomorrow and taking notes and that possibility of Lies of P, the Bloodborne style Dark Souls mature Pinocchio game, which sounds very cool. There's a slight possibility that Xbox is going to announce that in Game Pass other than that's just having big. marketing for it. I don't know if that's, that's truly big. what the leak is, but the leak that the snitch put up was... I'm trying to button this up, but he he quoted something from the game that didn't have anything to do with Game Pass. But uh, I don't know. There was a lot of uh, speculation going on. But as far as that being a game on Xbox, it'll exist there. But for Game That'd Pass, really I don't good. know. It just That's seems good, like something that... Game. Yes, and it seems like something that, you know, Xbox's team should be looking at. We got to remedy our problem with 2022. And I just feel like, they already let that ship sail. And I've heard Xbox do that before. They did it with the release of the Xbox Scorpio Gaz when they had Scalebound was being canceled and Crackdown 3 was being delayed. Xbox marketing and like their strategic team said something to the effect of, let's just ride it out. Oh, well. And I hate that. I really, really yeah. hate that. So, but I will yeah. be covering Gamescom somehow, either by Twitter or sitting down and making a video uh, because I was gone la- during last week. But I'm glad you guys were here. Uh, we had you know about almost 800 people here that were watching the show. It was on a new format. Had some hiccups, but I think uh, the audio came yeah, through okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. No one's complained about it, so sounds good. So I guess I'll get it figured out as we go along, and um, yeah, I'll I'll be doing that. And I've got Gaz's link to his channel and his Twitter if you want to go follow him. Uh, and yeah. we will get out of here. I got a couple buttons to hit to get out. So it'll always be interesting if I mess that up. But thanks for being here, guys. We'll see you next week at 5 p.m. Pacific or 8 p.m. Eastern or 1 a.m. in the UK. Gaz, say goodbye to the nice people. Goodbye. <laughs> All I'm right, see you. <laughs> naked. I'm naked again. Ah.